This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, welcome in. As we are coining it today, it is a hold your cocktail Monday. Who's excited? Put that cocktail right in your hand. It's a celebration day. That's right, Kenny. Get yourself a little Dixie cup. Put that right in your hand. Little cocktail. Come on. We have a 24-hour celebration rule. See, we didn't get to do this last week because we were busy broadcasting the Rudy Pooh Pistons. We don't have any such problems. Just cocktails. Come on, Rico. You get to hold a cocktail, too, because your team's in the game, too. Or a windmill, whatever you want to do. Right. Do a little helicopter for everybody. David and I, we don't get to hold a cocktail. We can just. You can hold a cocktail. We can just look fondly at everybody else. No, here's the deal. 24-hour celebration rule, which means we don't even need to stress. We don't even need to talk about the unnamed team you're going to be playing. We can talk about yesterday first. Now, the one thing I will say, it's a fantastic game, but I feel like I tuned into the wrong channel. (laughs) Because I, I kept looking for the 42-3 to game all of y'all promised me, but maybe that was on the old Peacock. Maybe I was on the wrong channel, because I swear I saw Baker with a chance to tie late in the game. That's all I was telling y'all last week. And some of the, the lemming idiots wanted to call in and be all butthurt because I didn't pick you to win by enough? Question mark? I, I just, to you me... No doubt him. Grit. Listen. Buddy, it's nothing different than we've said for a year on this show. They're going to win the division and win a playoff game. And the minute you saw Dallas go down and you got another home playoff game against really the worst team left in the in the NFC playoffs because Green Bay is a better team, that's a game you're expected to win. We talked about moving the goalposts last week. I go, guys, I got to move them. Uh, Mike, during the pregame show with Costa, when the Packers were beating the Cowboys, I'm like, Lions win this. It's Bogo. Happy birthday, Jim Costa. He's holding a cocktail. He's excited. It is his birthday today. It is. I didn't know that. Thank you for that. That's what I'm here for. But I I, want to hear from the people on it. You're not going to see the team play here again now. Now you got to take this thing on the road. But a back-to-back dream sequence. They were the better team. I thought they had the better game plan. Crowd showed up once again. They executed better. Made fewer errors, win game. And look, 
you can you can go as geeky as you want with football, but usually the team that makes the fewer errors is going to survive. Yeah. That's how the playoffs work. You know what you didn't do? Take a bunch of penalties. No, it was you didn't turn it over twice. No, you didn't miss blocking assignments where I don't know what planet you're on. Where hey, we're just not going to block Aiden Hutchinson. Right. I mean, huh? I think you had one Amon Ra drop pass. There's that your error. It. There's your big error. That was it. I mean, other than that, it, it was a complete game. All three phases did their job, and yeah, you you got this thing done. And look, they're getting some breaks. It's what you need to do if you're going to go on a run. Hey, you know what would be neat? A dropped interception in the end zone. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and take that. And, like, and even when you don't get the breaks, it doesn't matter because you didn't need it because Baker Mayfield was down because his uh, shin was on the ground, but they didn't review the call. And then uh, the Bucks end up scoring anyway. Yeah, well, on you could have challenged it, right? That's what I'm saying. You didn't challenge it, and you got away with not challenging it. But you I, I'm just, I'm interested to see where people are because here's the one thing I ask of you today, outside of, well, there's three things: complete sentences, no cuss words, and then the following. I need you to become comfortable saying that we are, you are, sixty minutes from the Super Bowl. You have to become comfortable with that. Because now it's truly house money. Now it's BOGO. But it's the ultimate prize that's on the other side of it. No, I wasn't like some of the spineless jellyfish out there going, oh, man, I hope the pack win. I don't want to go on the run. Man, F that. You guys want to wear ski masks in Detroit versus everybody? No, you, damn it, give me the Niners. Go on the road. You're built for it. You went to Kansas City. I picked you to win the game. You won the game. Yeah, you went to Baltimore and got hammered. Who cares? You went to Dallas and you beat them. I will go to my grave saying you beat the Cowboys. The refs effed you. Didn't even buy you dinner. Which is now funny. Every time uh, Skipper or somebody comes into the game and eligible, the crowd, yeah, the referee played up to the crowd. Kenny was (laughs) in his room calling himself eligible Saturday night, if you know what I mean. Honey, the Lions won the game. Kenny, did your report is eligible before you hopped in bed Sunday? Come see that black. Oh! Let's get to it. It's Cocktail Monday. Get this man talking horse racing before the show, and he Woo! just comes out the gate. Woo! Come on. <laughs> no, I, I just, but I need the fans to get comfortable with it. Like, you're 60 minutes from the Super Bowl. Don't run from that. Like, I heard people calling into Doug and Scott, and I'll tell you, Doug and Scott are doing the Lord's work because they're nice to people, whereas I'm not. I don't know what to do with my hands. (laughs) You're 60 minutes from the Super Bowl. Say it. Embrace it. Who cares? Like, just go. Like, this is how I want to play football games. I like when no one believes in my team. I yeah, like when, when unless, I'm the underdog. Unless you, you know, you believe in the jinx, and no, I don't want to talk about that. Not real. Not real. I, I know it's not. not I know real. what I say, what you say, what anybody wears to the game. Doesn't matter. Doesn't mean a thing. Heck, DJ's now gone to, call it DJ's gone to two straight games. They've won them both. Now DJ's a good luck charm. Right. We'll see him in the Bay Area. Right. Now he's going to get a first class seat, probably shipped off to San Francisco for the game. You know how to jinx. Nah, it was fun. Embrace it. You're 60 minutes away. Anything can happen in a game. But, yeah, you're in rarefied air. I mean, we're looking at the TV celebration after the game. My goodness, I thought the poor Channel 4 uh, news guy was like, this was a mistake. 
the crowd just enveloped him. He was live right after the game out in the middle of the streets. And I was just like, this is a big mistake. Well, I could have told you that was a bad idea. Oh, this well, was what a big was, What was his producer thinking? I, I, and they left him out there, Mike, for about five minutes to say. And then finally, uh, somebody was like, we're just going to go ahead and pull the plug on this segment. Like, thank you. You should have did that about four minutes and 30 seconds ago. <laughs> the hell? Oh, man. But, yeah, people are excited. They're having fun. And it's well-earned. But this, is, well where, this is where I'm more comfortable. See the home games as a favorite? No, that's I told you. I approach. I, there's never been a Giants playoff game I've approached that I'm not nervous. That I'm not like respectful of the opponent because I know I understand what the playoffs are. Yeah. Oh, you chuckleberries making fun of Rico and I last week. Hey, was it me or did San Francisco almost lose this weekend? Not almost lost. Weird. Wait, was it tied at ten at the half in your game? Crazy. Yeah. And Lord knows, tied at ten with the Ravens, Chiefs and Bills, classic. Yeah. Oh, and the Ravens, guys. The playoffs. But now. Now is where I get comfortable. Underdog, on the road, I like this spot. Maybe it's the Spartan in me. Maybe that's the chip on the shoulder routine. I love being the underdog. Where you actually get to play the card that people don't believe in you. See, I like that. If I'm a Lions fan, I would be very comfortable, and it is house money. But make no mistake, the opportunity that's in front of this team is unbelievably rare. And that's the other thing, man, is when you watch this team, and I've grown to appreciate them, and it's not for what they do on the field, Mike. It's how they react after the end of the game in the locker room, where you hear people always say, well, you know, the work's not done. You see it. Yep. They don't celebrate. They celebrate, but it's like, guys, this isn't the celebration that you want to celebrate. We'll, we will have fun. We'll smile. We'll joke. We'll do whatever we have to do. But there are bigger fish out there for us. This team believes that. This team didn't sell. Hey, we won our first playoff game in a long time. It was, nah, we'll be back next week. Let's get ready. No, and it's it also goes to the quality of coaching. That's the reality of it. You, yeah. you, if you have the quarterback and you have the coach, you can work your way around other things. What Dan Campbell has proven to be is, A, a ton of fun, because the Dan Gamble persona is real, but he's got the pulse of his team. Like, it's the same thing Houston discovered with D'Amico and yeah. C.J. Stroud. I can tell you that you and the Texans, you've got a bright future. You're going to be fine regardless. You got the coach. You got the quarterback. Everything else we can fix. Yeah, well, everything will fall into place. We'll get this person. We'll pick that person. He's got him focused. Two down, two to go. And I think this team is capable of thriving in an underdog role. I do. Did you get fortunate with who you played and you got the bonus home game yeah who cares do you think anyone remembers the easy or hard paths to a super bowl in history no ask me like obviously i know who the giants had to beat because they're my team like but ask me who the steelers had to beat when they won their last title i would flippantly tell you new england and indianapolis because those were the teams of the day but the reality is we don't remember Mm -hmm. history doesn't care you have a chance to go on the road and do business Get yourself a little Debo Samuel sweatshirt. I stand on business. <laughs> and then you can play nine snaps. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. So we have the 24-hour celebration rule. It's cocktail Monday. Kenny's holding a cocktail. He's excited. I'd be fine if Kenny wanted to sip a cocktail all show. He deserves it. But what I want from Kenny and what I want from you guys, be loose. Don't be scared about this weekend. You don't need to be scared, and you don't need to be arrogant goofballs. Play the game. Let's just get to the game. 
60 minutes from a Super Bowl. It's all you can ever ask for as a football fan. David has seen his team get to be there once in the last 13 years. I've seen it once 13 years ago. Now, Rico, it's a little more of a regular occurrence. The point is... They don't win. But. Okay, then. <laughs> but my, At least when you get there, but this you is, win. But this is rare. Yeah. But be comfortable saying it. Dude, there's 60 minutes. The Detroit Lions are 60 minutes from a Super Bowl. Yeah. Don't shy from it. Let's yeah. get after it. And, yeah, you're one injury away from the uh, everything tilting in your face. Did you notice the amount of players getting hurt this weekend? Oh, yeah. You can tell how long the season is, and you can tell how no one's healthy. I mean, Ragnow... I fear for how that man woke up. Because when the adrenaline wears off, that's where your body comes knocking and they go, uh, hey, big fella, remember all that stuff we did yesterday? We kind of told you we were not feeling great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're in a wheelchair today. Uh, you know, Jonah Jackson getting hurt. Yeah, I'm not going to. Had surgery. Yeah, I'm not going to sit here and tell you, oh, my God, we can't function. That was my Laporta deal. But Jonah Jackson's important. Frank Ragnow is hobble well, that's uh, important what's the line that you gave me when that when an offensive line is all together they only lost what one game this year and that was dallas and, and they didn't lose you, they didn't lose it's that it's a game. cocktail monday i'll say whatever <laughs> i want but yeah not having him there and right now i was just like brother you know what mad respect because that's warrior stuff man and then that's he got crazy. rolled up again on the touchdown I was like this man can't catch a break and then he's just telling the trainers get the f away from me right thank you dan campbell you good i'm good shut up you <laughs> so let's do it we got the 24-hour celebration rule in effect let's party because then tomorrow it, it turns to business tomorrow yeah we really start talking about san francisco and talking about pathways to getting it done The Debo Samuel injury is going to hover over this whole thing. And I'll explain to you why it matters as much as I say it does, and I'm pretty sure the guy to my left will back me up. If you're a Lions fan, you do not want him playing. Because I do think, in a big way, it affects the Niners and affects your chances to win this game. It greatly improves them. No, I'm not rooting for anybody to be hurt, but if you're already hurt, well, go ahead and be hurt. Cocktails! All right. Kenny, you got your cocktail? Let's get this man a cocktail. Yes, yes, Mike, I have my cocktail. Are you reporting for eligible? I was reporting as eligible many times last night. That is correct. Oh, Oh my God. Smile. It's still wet. Rico, Rico, Rico's eligible. Report is eligible. How how do I follow this up right now? Oh, Dan Miller (laughs) debuted his new call. (laughs) Kenny reported as eligible. What a big weekend. David, the ticket text we start. This is your celebratory show, and then it is we are on to San Francisco. I'm totally comfortable with the Lions beating the 49ers on the road. This has only been about the Lions getting to Vegas since winning the North. We have this game. Okay. Okay. I, I'm. You know what? I'm not starting the week this way. I'm going to ignore no, that no, text. No, no. You know what? It's this is celebration yeah. day. It's a you celebration. Know what, you know what? Do whatever you want. Hold your cocktails tight. Do whatever you like. Mark D'Antonio said it best. It's a celebration. It's a celebration. Yeah. Go ahead. In fact, someone is texting. It is Victory Cocktail Monday. That's right. I know a bunch of people around have already booked flights to San Francisco. We're going to take over the stadium. Go Lions. I, I will take the amount of people altering travel. I mean, I straight up. If well, the Lions the fun- end up in the Super Bowl, all of us are altering travel. Well, here's the funny thing. Um, 
it probably was cheaper for you to try to get tickets for this game than any Lions game, including flights. 100%. Because checking this morning, like upper level seats are like 500 bucks a seat. That would not even that would be standing outside in the cold at Ford Field for five hundred for an NFC title game against the Pack. It would have been the most expensive NFC grand. title game in history. It would have rivaled the Super Bowl. Yes, agree hundred uh, percent. Someone texts in and says, "Where are the golf haters today? Let's hear it. Pay that man. Who's we? Can no, I, can no. I, say, I want to say this. He laid down his. Sword. Yeah, I, I also want to say this. Grow up. You do that for me, ticket texter. Grow the f up. Oh, where are you? What do you need? You need Jim Costa up on a cross? So what? He likes the rookie wage scale versus Jared Goff. Oh, well, your team's in the NFC title game. Hold a cocktail and smile. No, for some, Mike. Smile. For some, it's it's receipts. Grow up. It's receipts. Grow you up. You never believed in us. Yeah, grow up. You weren't here. Yeah, and you weren't loved by your parents. No, no. You know how I know how? You're texting a radio show, Insecure Garbage. No, this is where now you have to cite the day and the time you became a fan. Oh, not been great. here for this long. Yeah, yeah, no one cares. Grow up. This is Your team's in the that. NFC title game. I don't care. I don't care that Jim Costa doesn't like Jared Goff, but he's willing to sign him now. What is this, a victory parade? You want to pin dollars on the Virgin Mary, a.k.a. Jim Costa? Who cares? Christ, I said they'd win the division and win a playoff game. It still wasn't enough for you people. Grow up. Get a life. David, go ahead. I love that that T-shirt. Where's mine? (laughs) You promised me one of those. Where is it? What is that, the one that says black is whack, or what does that say (laughs) No, I'm not wearing, yeah, I'm wearing a shirt that says that. How about this, man? How about I get you one of the Q shirts, Mike? I don't know what that means. Is that your frat? No, that's not mine. Oh, is that the enemy frat? Yeah, it's one of them. I like the Qs. It's the Kappas are the enemy. Who? What was Tony Lippett? Q. I want I want that. Yeah. I love Tony Q. Lippett. He was, I said Qs. I'm cool with Qs. I feel the exact same way about this game as I did about the Michigan-Alabama I'm supposed to be scared, but I'm simply not. Bring them on. Couldn't care less about going out there. This is from Eric holding a cocktail That's in Traverse right. City. Hold it tight. Get a little extra ice in the glass. It's a Monday. Oh, I look at it. You've waited your whole damn life for this team to get here. I mean, the last time they were in the NFC title game, 91. Kenny wasn't born yet. Yeah, yeah January 92. Yeah, 91 season. Yep. Debo's shoulder limits him. We stop CMC and make Purdy beat us. We're Are we going doing to the Super Bowl. Are we Let's really? F uh, and go. You, you know what? I'm not doing this today. Said if it's shoulder, he said. I'm not. I'm not doing this today. Come on. I told you it's a celebration Monday. I, I don't want to even think about next week. No, no. We've got they, they three they full shows to preview the game. Mike, they have moved on and they are ready to break down the 49ers. I I can't. Not on Monday. Not for five days. Rico, we need a little time to breathe. I'm with you. How do you how do you move forward so quickly without celebrating? Because it's so close, you now want more. You you want the Super Bowl and they stand in your way. I know. So let's just get this over with and let's just go out there and All right, well then I'll, stop seeing, no, I'll no, no, talk no, to you for, no, no, Friday, I guess. I'm for the good. people that did stop CMC and that's it. Oh, by the way, programming note, we do have a special edition of the pregame show. Sunday. Yes. When you're driving around. Costa and I said, you know Before you get your cocktails on Sunday. Costa and I said, it's just not good enough for just me and Jim Costa. David, we made a call. 
and the mar- yeah, and the marquee picked up. That's right. Bring the marquee lefty, lefty out of the pen is joining us for the show for an extended show. It's a big enough game; it warrants my presence. Two, I'll be here. two to five thirty. That's right. Cocktails. We'll be on the air. Heck, you know what, David? While we're at it, you can come too. Yeah, why don't you oh. come in? David's going to come in too. No, no, David's not. Unfortunately, <laughs> David's got a vacation scheduled for next week. I will be there Sunday, and we'll see after that. Well, I was going to say, good luck. You'll be at the airport. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. So you're hot. You're hot. <laughs> Cocktails, Kenny. How badly would you enjoy a cocktail right now? A little celebration sipper, if you will. Great cocktail right now, hey, wouldn't it? You got a cocktail report type. for eligible, right. son. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, your phone calls. We got to get football. Hey, David, football today, next hour. Okay, I want to go right to the people after this. We laid it out for you. Let's party. Sixty minutes from the Super Bowl. Get comfortable saying it. Let's just get to the damn game. Cocktails, Kenny. Report is eligible. Let's go. By the way, I love Skipper going to the official and going, Hi, buddy. I'm eligible. Wiping? Hi, eligible. That's yeah, going to be a new thing in Detroit. It was, it was hilarious. In the moment, you can't laugh because the game is so tight and the game is really. But when you look back at it, you could just tell he was like instructed like a child. Well, it was like the referee was even playing along with Eligible. Seven zero. <laughs> Is eligible. He handed him a business card. Him. Hi. I'm Bob Skipper. Eligible. Raises his hand like he's a boxer who just won the match. He's eligible. Let's go to the people. We lead it off. It's Jay on a Monday. What's up, Jay? Hey, how's it going, fellas? Happy Good, Victory Jay. Monday. Yes, hey, sir. Jay. So, um, I just want to talk about that game yesterday. You know, I was nervous. I'm not going to lie. I was nervous because, you know, it's the – game before the NFC championship game. I've never seen that from the Lions before. I'm 31. So it had me a little bit on edge. But you know what? I never lost confidence in that team. And never once did I ever think that they were in jeopardy of losing that game. They never trailed. They held their own on defense. I want people – I had a lot of people telling me through text messages and social media, like, oh, they should be blowing this Bucks team out. No, it doesn't work like that in the playoffs. Every team – Every team has a game plan, and every team is hungry to make it to the Super Bowl. You got Mike Evans. He went out there and had like 185 yards receiving in a touchdown. I knew this was going to be a tough game, but you want to know what? I knew our defense was staying tough and tall. You had two different DBs go in and get a sack in Melifonwu and Brian Branch. Aiden Hutchinson had a sack, and Derek Barnes had that interception to end the game. This defense is good. I know in the week coming that San Francisco team is going to be very tough to stop, but if you can put that type of pressure on Brock Purdy, you'll end up with a game like when they face Baltimore. Cut scene, he throws four interceptions that game. So I'm very confident in this Lions team. You can tell that everybody is playing together in unison. Just like I compare it to Michigan, how it was Michigan versus everybody, it's the same way with this Detroit team. Their unity is what their strength is. You got people who will play injured like Frank Ragnall, I know Jonah Jackson was out of the game and he had a partial meniscal tear, but you know if he was able to, he would have went back out there and played. And one more thing before I go, Mm. I look at this Lions team, well, the Packer team, how they played the San Francisco 49ers. You had Aaron Jones who rushed over 100 yards. I know Montgomery and Gibbs will be able to do the same. 
They just signed Zach Ertz, who was a good pass blo- a good pass blocker and run blocker. So I think this Lions team can go in there. Hell, go in there and beat the 49ers. Show this world that you are for real, and this is a brand-new Lions. Okay. Thank uh, you for having yeah, me on. Yeah, you're fellas. welcome, Jay. And I, I knew I wouldn't be able to say a word. You were a runaway train. Um, a, I will pay for your new cell phone because the people texting you don't belong in yours. I they just – people are getting deleted left and right. Oh, the Lions might be pretty good this year. Get out of my phone. <laughs> in other news, water's wet. Look, the, the, the Zach Ertz thing, I get it. Brock Wright's hurt. He's on the practice squad. Zach Ertz hasn't played since week seven. And he had like seven total catches. That ain't the Zach Ertz from Philly. It's a body dressed in a Zach Ertz jersey. Yeah. So just cool out on that. The emergency, emergency tight end. The running game thing, I don't want to preview the Niners game, but I'm going to get dragged into it on a celebration Monday. Yes, I think there is a pathway The Niners do it with efficiency. They don't give up the deep shot. They will pressure the quarterback. Stopping the run is not their first and foremost thing. If you can go in and run the ball, dot, 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 yes, it does lend itself to a major pathway. But it requires you to not start the game off or the second half off passing the ball, getting a three and out, and, yeah, you actually run the ball. You get there. We'll get there. I just it's Monday. Hey, you brought it up. I I was answering the caller because you couldn't stop Jay. He was the micro machine. He's on fire. He had his cocktail. What cocktail? We'll go to Paul, ninety seven one. Paulie. Yes, sir. Hey, I I know you wanna make it a cocktail Monday and you wanna celebrate, but being a football coach, we can only celebrate until midnight and then we have to think about the next game. (laughs) All right, you know what? Paulie, um, I'm violating team rules. Do whatever the F you want. Do whatever you want. I'm just kidding. No, what I want to tell you is is that, you know, back, you guys are too young to remember, but back in 92, we were in the NFC Championship game, and that game seemed insurmountable to beat the Redskins. This game here, I feel I feel we have a legit chance, obviously, right? So, you know, I, I mean, it's amazing to me what we've done, and Dan Campbell and everything, and I feel we have a great chance to go in there because the thing about the – Going on the road in the NFL, in my opinion, is that once you get through the first couple of series and you can quiet their crowd down like Green Bay did, you can take them. And I think that we will prevail. I hope we prevail, but I have I have a good feeling. Well, Paul, here's the thing that for the Lions, going on the road is a little different. When you that Washington game I remembered, but you're going out in in DC, probably gonna be cold weather out there. It's not gonna feel the same. You're leaving a dome. Going out there this weekend, it's going to be pretty nice weather. So not quite the same as going to uh, playing in D.C. And it's also half the point spread. You're a seven-point dog. That game back in the day in 91, I believe you went in as 14-and-a-half or 15-point underdogs. Really? Yeah. What don't you know? Lots of stuff. <laughs> I'm just This is what I do for a living. Hey, here, you want Lion fans to feel good about themselves? I know what it's like to go into San Francisco as a big underdog. 1990, Giants were eight-point dogs. Five field goals. Thank you, Roger Craig. You remember that game at all? I think he does. Yeah, you lost. Um, they were, in fact, 14-point dogs. Yes. You know, thank you. Uh, you're not doing this. You're not baiting me. <laughs> let's go to Josh, 97-1. Hey, Josh. people, let's break down the game for this Oh, weekend. God, Josh, how are you? <laughs> Good. How are you guys doing? Excellent, buddy. <laughs> what do you got? 
I just want to say I got my phone in one hand, cocktail in the other on That's a victory right. Monday. That's right. That's the spirit. And I, and I apologize for yelling, but let's go. Let's go. The Detroit Lions, say with me, everybody, the Detroit Lions are 60 minutes away from the Super Bowl. Let's go. I mean, that's Josh, that's the biggest thing for me, is you take a day to just recognize. Before you think about the game coming up, it's like, man, we are one game away. You're in the Final Four. Not one playoff win, right? The playoff win was this mythical benchmark. You, but you needed that because that cleansed the system. But this. But now. This is a banner. Yeah. This, is, this is a Super Bowl appearance. You're on the precipice of doing something the organization's never done, and let's face it. Many, myself included, believe they would never do. They're at 60 and there minutes. Were, and there were two moments for me yesterday where, where it really sunk in. I yeah. watched the game with my brother, and he's, he's not a Lions fan, but he looked at me and said, I never thought I'd see the day. Yeah. Like he, he looked at me and said that, and he's like 12-5 and five in, the, or in the divisional round. He looked at me and said that. And then the other wasn't even like during the game when they won. It was during the Chiefs-Bills game. And they flashed up the graphic of the Final Four, and I saw the Lions logo there, and it really just sunk in for me. Like, holy crap, we're one game away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like yeah. when they fill in the bracket at the Final Four, and you're like, all right. All right. We got a trip to plan. Like, yes. You're at the big boy table. and that's yeah. But that's what Campbell said when he first got here. He, he wanted to sit at that table, paraphrasing him. He's gotten you there in three Josh, years. you got the coach, you got the quarterback. And I, I, none of us have any idea if they'll get here again. So you just exactly. you roll the dice and you do it. There have been plenty of teams who looked plenty good who never got back. And it's why I said earlier in the season when people were like, well, no, it's going to take some time. Man, when the window opens, you, you take advantage of Which the window. Which is the genesis of this. Because, oh! <laughs> boy, I wish they had another pass rusher. Oh, James Houston, I... Just give it time, you know. He's working his way back. He'll be ready for the Super Bowl. Got Zach Ertz. That's okay. <laughs> ah, I mean, listen. Overall, yeah. What would give me? What gives me a lot of faith in this team is a Dan Campbell and a toughness element. I do agree with caller Jay. I think there are some toughness parallels to the U of M team that won it all. Um, well, you see it. As I said you see it in the locker room. They just. It's about us. But they're healthy. Business. They're really healthy. healthy. I mean, well, aside from the offensive linemen, but yes. But General Jackson. Yeah. I know. But I mean, overall. Ragnow just, I don't think he's human. I don't. I I think he's a robot. Tough as nails, man. But but overall, look, what's going on with your man McCaffrey? What's up with the little thigh master routine on the sideline? Didn't he have two weeks off? Yeah. Just hate to see it. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. We're gonna get more to people. We are gonna go on the board. It is a celebration, or as Kenny put it, a cocktail Monday. Get involved. It's exciting. You get a day to breathe, day to celebrate. We got the rest of the week to get into the business and the weeds. I'd love to hear from some people that were at the game yesterday. I thought it was interesting on the call. They talked about how the atmosphere was a little less than last week, but still really good. Also, can we answer the eternal question? Was Chris Collinsworth paying any attention to anything that actually took place? Mike Tirico was Mrs. Doubtfire yesterday. He was a babysitter. What was Collinsworth on? What was he doing? Cocktails. Cocktails! (laughs)
Ken, Kenny, eligible in a Macho Man t-shirt. You really know how to celebrate <laughs> NFC title game. <laughs> All right, I'm going to get to a call. We'll get on the board. We're going to go back to the people. Really just taking a minute to savor what went down yesterday, and now the look ahead. Or yes, the rest of the week, we're going to go all over the place with this game against the Niners. But for one day, I was like, can we have a little fun? Maybe. Talk about the experiences of yesterday, if you were there or not. And really, are you able to say it and 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 with a straight face be like, dude, we're 60 minutes from a Super Bowl? Or we could start breaking down nose tackles. I, I don't care. We'll do whatever you like. I'm here. I'm here till Friday at 6. Uh, let's go. You know, I want to go to Dorian, 97.1. Dorian, what's going on? What's going on, Mike? Hey, I just got a memo from the NFL marketing department, mm. and they said that they wanted the first two teams to start the season out to be the last two teams. Uh-huh. Lions, Chiefs. <laughs> the Taylor yeah. Swift effect. Yeah. Hey, well, listen, we have to realize this is also a business. And it's kind of funny that every quarterback we face is not mobile, including Purdy. True. You ever notice that? And In the playoffs. This is all – it's a marketing thing. And it's so funny that one game that we won but we supposedly lost, that made the difference of us playing a team like Green Bay, which I felt like if we would have had an NFC championship here, we would have lost that game because Green if Bay you has played, our number. If you played Kansas City on a neutral yeah. field, I'd pick you to win the game. No yeah. hesitation. Exactly. I don't think I don't think Kansas City's that good. You know what the funny thing, Dorian, is I've had people, and even Evan showed me a marketing thing. It's the exact opposite of what you're saying when he said, if you look at the Super Bowl colors in the logo – they they picked right. who's going to the Super Bowl for Stop. the past few years. I can't exist in a world like this. Come on. Evan showed me, and I, I guess mean, I, this year's colors are purple at the bottom and red on the top. But but feel like this, though. They already ran that narrative. They already ran that game already, and they saw it was a blowout. Also, you can't tell. You have to you figure like this. You have to market somebody after the fact you look at all of what pat mahomes the whole state farm crap whatever whatever right even with the taylor swift thing wouldn't it be great we have a brand now it's called grit and they're into selling brands they're into selling brands and narratives and so why not kansas city and detroit they started look they had they had this figured out way before the season even started. Think about it. We beat Green Bay. I had put okay. on a Facebook post over a year ago oh, good. that we were going to be the hottest team in the NFL, and here we are now. Dorian, I've thought about it. And I, I've think I've, about it, Mike. I, I am. Think act, about you know it. what? I'm okay. I'm actively. I thought about it, and now I'm not thinking about it. You said it was cocktails. This I did. You, this I is didn't what know you Dorian get. would be four deep. This is what you get. We're talking marketing, tinfoil hats. Okay. Oh, but it makes sense now because it wasn't big enough. Let's add Taylor Swift to the mix. I and prefer now let's we didn't. run it back. I'd prefer we didn't. Let's run. And the other Kelsey brother will be there too. With mom. Yeah, I know. Brittany. Yep. The most attention-starved, needy Let's group go. of people on the planet. It's just fabulous. Okay. Jake from State Farm. Okay, turn his microphone <laughs> off now. Bundles! On the board, please. <laughs> That's me. Hey, I'm the Black Host. Shut up! I'm going to go number two. 
root for radio. Prove you're here to work today. Uh, On the board. Powered by FanDuel. So the bad news, I don't have anything that qualifies for our system that's not a system but plays like a system. It's a lousy college hoops card. But let me give you something from the NBA. And it's something I'm... I'm, I don't... Pistons money line? Oh, hell no. Um... Yesterday, the Celtics played the Rockets. They sat Al Horford. They sat Drew Holiday. Tatum and Brown were absolutely atrocious. Beat the Rockets by nine. Now, they're back-to-back in Dallas tonight, favored by three. I don't like the back-to-back. But the idea that Brown and Tatum, two all-NBA players, went a combined basically 10 for 40 from the field. little bounce-back performance against a Mavericks team that I really don't have a lot of respect for. Any interest in the Celtics laying three, back to back? You know, I, I normally don't like to touch the NBA. I don't because either, you don't... but I don't want to be David and be like, I have nothing today. I'm not doing okay, that to start what? a cocktail Monday. That's your team. Go for it. Celtics, lay the points. Go Rico, what do you got for the people? You know what, Mike? Maryland, plus five and a half live. No. <laughs> well, you got that one, right? I did. I couldn't bet our green and white, man. I just couldn't. I'm sorry. I know. She's not a real Spartan. Uh, you know what? Let's go with the Jim Costa value. Let's go with the theme of Cocktail Monday. Okay. Lions fans, you've had your cocktails. You're excited. Why not just go all in? Okay? You can go all in one of two ways and just say they're going to win this Sunday. It's plus 250. Get it now. Or if they're going to win the Super Bowl, plus 700. Flat or... Out just win the game you could do it even better if you believe the lions are winning the super bowl lions to beat the ravens in the super bowl plus 1200 live on fanduel right now a super bowl exacta so what happens if they don't play Does that bet get thrown out oh or no you just they take your money? your money okay now if you want to bet the lions beating the chiefs in the super bowl you probably get plus 2000 if you're going to do it then do the damn yeah, thing. Go all in with your cocktail. That's oh. right. Fill it right to the brim. <laughs> Kenneth Carr. Don't know how I'm supposed to follow that. Okay. Yeah. Easily. Red Wings won. Exciting. Very exciting. Come on. They're putting the season back on the on, on the rails. We're back on track. I'd like to say rest in peace to the best hair in the NHL. Lane Lambert out. Patrick Waugh in. I know. I saw that. Lane you... Lambert's lettuce was electric. Well, enjoy it when your team gets ran into the ground. Okay. Thank you. Patrick Waugh. I, listen, what do you want? I don't run the Islanders. I, what do we have tonight? Uh, we have a good team that's playing really good, playing a team that thinks they're really good. The Jets plus 115 at Boston. Usually I don't bet against Boston. Wait a minute, it's wait just a not my style. You yell at me anytime I try to bet against the Bruins. Who are you? When the numbers are on my side, I will tell you to do that. All right. The same way I told you to bet against the Kings and was right. Cocktail. Cocktail. Plus 115? Yes, sir. I might be able to do that. David? In a rather loud two-tone T-shirt. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it simple. I'm gonna do what you do. I'm gonna uh, do the Jalen Duran uh, over 26 the, and a half. The player combo. Yeah. Points and rebounds. Yep. Duran's a machine. Yep. 26 and a half. Yeah. I know it's it is a little tight because it's um, a ma- the Bucks. <laughs> I have a big one. Now listen, here's the deal. This whole caper with the Duran player combo started when they were pricing it at 20 and a half. 
and it's just gone it up keeps rising. and up yeah. and up. They're basically getting this. It, it is. It is. And now he's basically got to go 15 and 15 to hit these. All right. Yeah, it's kind of like Kenny's hockey's overs for a while. Then all of a sudden Vegas caught up and said, no, 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 no. They just can't let us have a caper, can they? All right. Your calls, Celebration Monday, 60 minutes to the Super Bowl. We're back to business next, 97.1. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Touchdown, Detroit Black Guys. The celebration! Courtesy Dan Miller on that call. Tremendous. Couldn't believe he said it during a playoff game. Remarkable. Um, I'm just everyone calm down. Dan is a, a friend of the station. He'll be in here this evening. That was a great call. Which one? Mine or his? Oh, that wasn't him. How about both? <laughs> I thought that was him. Celebration Monday. I was like, Jameer, Jameer Gibbs scores. Touchdown, Detroit black guy. <laughs> just, <laughs> it's really the next level of his already existing to touchdown Detroit Lions. Dan's got street cred. He can get away with it. All right. Um, and it's simple. Just yesterday, unpacking it all, 60 minutes from a Super Bowl, trying my best to not get into five days of game preview. God forbid I wait for four. Uh, but, yeah, it, it really is take a day to enjoy it. Take a day to not even think about it. Think about the opportunity, but just you're here. The first playoff win was a unicorn. It was a weasel. It was a wazzle. It was in the air. This is different now. This puts you in a position to hang a banner. This puts you in a position to make history. Savor what yesterday qualified you for before you think about, all right, well, now how do we do Let it breathe 24 hours. We're calling it a cocktail Monday. Just enjoy yourself. Relax. Have a little cocktail tonight. Watch the game again tonight. I don't care. Do it all. Lions review tonight as well. Hope you listen on 97 yeah, on the ticket. 30. Do you think Dan could open the show with that call? Yes. God, I would love it. Touchdown, Detroit black guy. <laughs> all right. We're idiots. Let's Dan, go. Dan can do it. He can do whatever he wants when your team's in the NFC title game. Let's go to John. 97-1. Johnny, how you doing, buddy? 
I'm well. How are you? Super. What's going on? Listen, uh, first of all, yeah, it is a cocktail Monday. Very, very happy for, for us. The town should be celebrating that kind of thing. But there's there's two points that I value your opinion on. Sure. One, we were able we were able to get uh, depth at the tight end position with Jack uh, Zach Ertz. Is there any chance at all that we get some help at the CB one position? No. Because Cam Sutton, he can't he he can't cover a baby with a blanket. Look, Cam Sutton, it's been a rough month. All right, but it's also been two matchups against Justin Jefferson. It's been a matchup against yeah. Mike Evans. It's been CD Lamb. Yeah. I. I, I'm not going to kill him because, John, the whole thing works together. The reality is okay. the Bucks just didn't block you on the couple sacks you had. Primarily, Baker was allowed to drop back and make plays. It's been the theme okay. every week. You don't stop anybody between the 20s. Now you're doing yeah. your job in the red zone a little bit. You're getting a key turnover. True. But, John, I, mm-hmm. I can't beat up on any one of the – I mean, the DBs need some help up front now. The little edge wrestle uh, – Opposite eight. No, I definitely agree with. But John, so the, the no, I'm with you. He, to... he was getting beat like a drum, though. It was I know, like, I know. Wow, not as fine as that. At least I mean, he's getting toasted. He's getting toasted. Yeah, he's the, getting toasted. The whiff on the, Mike the, Evans. The only other point I wanted to make, if I could, real quick. Sure. Did you guys listen to Steve Smith on the radio? And, all right. Language. Oh, Detroit. Language. I mean, he. Yeah. Well, he. Okay. He's. He's. He's a weasel. Is that better? Uh, that's okay. much better. He. Okay, yeah, it's the same thing. But, I mean, he he was derogatory. He was talking about Detroit and us on the come up and all those good things. But then he went in as far as talking about, you know, the Detroit Lions are this glaring star for Detroit, and the city is just, you know, they're, the Detroit downtown area is nice, but the whole city's trash. And, and the whole city just – and the, the Lions are a light for a city, and he was hoping that the politicians – and the business people will do something to help the rest of the city. And the only way I could really respond to that was like, if you want to pick every urban city, St. Louis, Atlanta, especially his hometown, New York, you can find an area that's struggling. Yeah, John, John, but John, just, I'm going to ask you this question. What are we doing? Why does it matter? Yeah. yeah, I, why, yeah. See, if you know the truth, why does it matter? Yeah, I, I Really? Like, honestly, no it offense. I mean, I heard it. No, you're right. You're to, right. It, was, it was just something I didn't expect. To hell with him. I don't care about his opinion on Detroit. How much time has he actually spent here? Yeah, we can make fun of Detroit. We live here. I don't need to hear from him. Right. Talk about lack of what, 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 your eight writers not prepare your show for you today? Talk about a lack of content. Yeah. You got to go in on the city. You can't talk about a team that is what's, changing the narrative. Yeah, what's next? Gun violence. and I mean, let's just pull out every bad narrative. Come on now, Stephen Come A. On. Be better than that. But yeah, You're it's that piece of shit. Stephen, please. You can't say that on the radio, Stephen. <laughs> but it shouldn't matter because you know it's not true. So, yeah. The na- some national media, they're never going to tell you that Detroit is pretty. Well, what the hell do our neighborhoods have to do with Jared Goff? It has nothing to do with Jared Goff, Mike. But when you have nothing bad to say about the football team, you go to the next best thing. You fat piece of shit. Stephen A., if you cannot control your language, you can't be on the show. He's been waiting for a while. New Orleans has been waiting for a while. I don't care what people say about our city. I really don't. I don't know why any of you do. But I mean, you're right. It's one of those insecure city things. I know. If if Mike Tirico, who spends time here, went out and said something, holds a little more weight because he lives here. He's seen things. 
but somebody who basically only lives in New York and L.A. and just flies over Detroit? Come on. No. Why not bring up the fires from 84 when the Tigers won the World Series? What up, though? Oh, wait a minute. Is the legend on the line a man who has gone from pariah to prince? A man who this time I heard he's got a first-class flight and, you know, sweet seats in San Francisco at Levi Stadium. It's possible, but unlike you, he doesn't know the lead official in one of the games this weekend. <laughs> I learned that secret, David. Rico is besties okay. with the lead official of the Ravens game this weekend. So all I he's, ask... He's uh, African-American. I mean, well, he is. In, in fact, <laughs> True. He is. Nah, he's uh, he's local. Just find out if we're getting the over or the under in that script. Can you do that for me? Can't ask him. Let's go to DJ. <laughs> he's up next. 97. What's up, DJ? My dog. Yes. What a wonderful day, man. Now, Great life. now you are to be at every Lions game. It appears that way, don't it? But guess what? Here's my thing that Stephen A. Musk don't know, man. It is some serious millionaires in this city of state because, Mike, I instantly went to the Delta app, like, hey, man, let me go see if I can find me a plane. Hey, bro, the regular cabin seats were $3,000 for regular cabin. And I'm six foot six, so I have to fly to see the first class or exit row with Soul Plane Spirit. All the seats are gone. No nonstop, no, no, no nonstop flights. Like, it's crazy. I even went and found me a ticket in San Fran. I found a ticket to the game on the game time app for, like, 600 bucks. I'm like, all right, I can put that on my credit card. Cool. The flights are gone, dude. You can't drive like, to Chicago? You can't drive to Cleveland? Nothing? So that that's normally what I do, Mike. I'll, I'll go to, like, when I went to the Dallas game, that was sold out. So I flew to Houston. It was 700 bucks cheaper. Drove over to Dallas and so on. No. I looked up San Jose. I looked up Oakland. $2,000, $3,000 just for the regular seats, bro. Nah, that's a it's waste. It's terrible. That's what about, a, yeah, it's what about if you fly to Cleveland? No. He's telling you no. Mm. And here's the thing, DJ, I mean, you and I can say it. Rico doesn't want to talk about it. That stadium out there is a dump. You don't want to bother with it. Stay Uh home and relax. (laughs) You know what? Don't believe that, DJ. Because here's the thing. If the Lions win, that's going to be the stadium picture that's going to be up in everybody's man cave. So uh, so Uh, were you at the game yesterday? You were there yesterday. Absolutely. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. So DJ's not going to the game, so I can feel better. It's possible. As it, as, it, as it looks right now, my dog, no, man, because I, I can't even get a flight out there. Plus, Hold on, DJ. So I got your boss on the line. He needs you to work uh, overtime that day, so you can't go. Well, no, here, here's <laughs> the thing, dog. So here's the million-dollar thing. You know, we cool in Rayo. I own my own business. That's why I'm able to travel and stuff like this, because I can run my business from a laptop. Oh, well, so that's I'm, oh, well you I'm know what, DJ? I'm sorry. Your main customer called and said they need you at their place <laughs> on Sunday. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, so, here, so here's the worst part. is We're going to talk some football real quick. My birthday is in a few weeks, so I already had plans to go to the Super Bowl because my birthday is Super Bowl. Whether the Lions win or not, I had that plan months ago. Wouldn't that be cool, man, if they really made it for my birthday, dog? Like, that would be so cold. So I was going regardless for that. But now the team, Mike, is our offensive line. So I, I get Cam Sutton has been stinking it up. Derek Goff, without a question, is important, but – the main thing that drives this engine to this car is that offensive line. Them being hurt makes me just a little more skeptical we can go in there and come out with a dub because they are that important to his success. When they block and protect well, he looks really good. When they don't, he looks average. 
So that's my yeah. concern. No, and that's DJ, me. you have a right to the concern. And Jonah Jackson is not going to play, and Ragnow is going to gut it out. And there are a lot of players that are obviously, if you're playing at this point in the season, you're not 100%. Then there's the next level of guy who you're just straight up injured, but you're going to grind right. through it. Like Ragnow looked injured, and he, he worried. Injured but, and then got re injured. You know, Jonah Jackson not being there, okay, that's not optimal. But Ragnow is the one who counts most. Now, if you show me Ragnow exiting that game, that's that's a completely different thing. Because injured Ragnow still went toe-to-toe with Vita Vea. Did he get help on a lot of those snaps? You're damn right. That's 350 pounds of pure anger. But he helped, including on the touchdown run to Craig Reynolds, which, yeah. by the way, if you had that on your bingo card on a fourth and goal, shout out to you. He dominated Vita Vea on that snap. Dominated him. Ragnow's the most important one of that interior trio, and it's not close. Jonah Jackson, yes, your running game is different when he's there too. But with all due respect to everybody, this ain't Burger King. You don't get to have it your way. No. Everyone's dealing with injuries. I'll tell you what, I'll trade Jonah Jackson for Debo Samuel. You want that swap? I'll take that swap. Exactly. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. All right, David on the ticket text. Uh, that is an electric T-shirt. I will tell you that if you are joining us on Twitch. My God. Where do you even procure a shirt like that? Uh, my wife found them. So Is that from the, the Carl Kanai collection from 92? <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's, no, it's not. Is it the, uh, was it the cross colors? Oh, my. <laughs> oh, Dennis at work <laughs> Only says. Only thing missing is the leather medallion with the fist around your neck. Right. Get that for next month. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Dennis at work says, Mike, Rico, and David, thank you for the celebratory cocktail Monday. That's right. I'm enjoying this so much. Let's go enjoying the ride. That Then all I meant by that is we have the rest of the week to do the preview stuff. If you don't take a day to celebrate yesterday, to fully soak it in, process it, and understand what it means, I think you're missing out. I don't think we need to dive into San Francisco today. Got all week. And a bonus day just appeared on my schedule. 
Uh, welcome to my world. That's right. Oh, I am. The game's big enough, it warrants my presence We now. need the marquee. I'll we be, can't I do am anything. Gonna, I am swooping in on Sunday to save that Rudy Pooh show. Yeah, Costa and I got Costa. benched. We're getting benched. Matter of fact, Mike, I talked to Jimmy. Yeah. It's just going to be you. Go ahead. <laughs> he was like, we got the marquee. You two guys can sit this one out. I'll be answering phones and Jim's running the board. YOLO. Supposed to be going to Jamaica for my 10-year anniversary. Wife asked, we should cancel and go to San Francisco instead. I think she was joking, but I'm tempted to okay. test it. I want to help you with this. Okay? She was effing with you. If you go to do that and you don't work in radio, you will be calling Cordell and Cordell. You would not have an 11th anniversary. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> like, I have travel plans that I will cancel if the Lions are in the Super Bowl. Why? This is what I do for a living. That's the game. If you're not in sports and you cancel an anniversary trip, to go to a football game, well, all I can tell you is you'll be holding your cocktail because you won't be married no more. I don't think you can say that, but okay. What? <laughs> it's in a Dixie cup. You'll be holding a cocktail. You won't be holding her hand. Okay. You're single. Okay. Cocktail. Well, speaking of being single, this guy texts in and says, I'm a married guy here. Today I'm drinking doubles and thinking single. Go Lions. All righty. Okay. I'm Joseph Cordell. <laughs> I mean. Just make that phone call, sir. Calling uh, him and calling Adam right after. Yeah, I was going to say, you might want to have a few people on speed dial sending ticket texts like that to a radio station. Good A.B. Heaven. and Howell says, absolutely, it's a cocktail Monday. Waited too long for this. Here's to Dan Campbell, Brad Holmes, and the Lions brass yep. for this moment. And and look, it's the the whole thing I've been saying for a year. You're going to win the division, win a home playoff game. It's because you're built right. It's not sizzle. It's steak. You win up front. Now, I mean, okay, please do not take this the wrong way. Unless you're soft as Charmin, you won't. But I can see a window. This team is a hell of a lot better next year. See, this isn't the finished product. Next year after I add a lead corner, Next year after I give Aiden Hutchinson a bookend pass rusher, or God forbid, someone where I can give Aiden a rest. Do you know how much better this team could be? See, I would say, or if you took second or third round draft picks and actually got some depth on the offensive line. Sure, you just keep building. Because as you see, your guys are breaking down that you have that next center already on the team. They can be a lot better next year. This isn't the finished product. This right here, yeah, I, I and yeah, I do. I hesitate to say it's a year. If they made the Super Bowl this year, year ahead of schedule, no doubt. But I always expected them well, to next, win the division, and win a playoff game. The only thing about next year, and we'll get to that sh those shows later. Is, so let's do them right now. Okay, who do you want in the third round? Mock draft seventeen point six. No, it's not the, even the mock draft. It's this is where Holmes and Campbell are really going to earn their money coming out and finding new coordinators. Do you stay with people on your staff? Do you go out and bring some people in? We saw with the Eagles, it all fell apart. They brought in guys, and it wasn't the same as it was. I will tell you, you make the Super Bowl, it kind of can help you a little bit. People are going to be less inclined to hire your coordinators. I don't want to wait so damn long. See, I've never understood that because it's not like, like where are you going? And Hey, we have important pros. OTA meetings. Right. <laughs> it's like, 
what's going to happen between now and got a three football weeks from now? Yeah, I, I, do, I don't know. Or just hire him and say, okay, you know what? You're going to be our oh, guy, but that's the other piece of news. We're not doing a topic on it, but the latest odds are out. Harbaugh back in L.A. this week. Chargers are now minus 300 to hire him. Not being in the NFL, a.k.a. returning to U of M, plus 200. I know it has no bearing on anything, but it's NFL news. Recent. There's your update. Hater. You just flipped me off. I can't believe you just did that. Mike, that's the wrong finger. I, no, not to me. It's not. <laughs> it's the wrong finger. Okay. It's hurtful. <laughs> Man, go get you a slice of Sabaros and be okay, okay? That's what you play at quarterback. It's all the same, isn't it? Wow. Yeah, how's that MVP doing? That rat. We all don't have Danny Cutlets. Let me tell you, Tommy Cutlets would have been better than Purdy uh, this weekend. Let's go to Dave, 97-1. Dave, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good, Dave. I am really enjoying this. I've been watching football now 45 years, and I am just soaking this all in. I I honestly don't think I've seen this. Now, I'm going to preface my statement saying – I am not equating the quality of the team to the Lions, so please understand that. Okay. But I don't, I don't think I've seen a city embrace a team like this or a team and a city take on kind of that personality of each other since the 70s Steelers. Um, this, this team and this city – just seem to be locked in as one more than any, more than the Barry years, more than the Billy Sims. Let me give you an example. Here. See, what I immediately think of is the the, the going-to-work Pistons. Mm-hmm. Yes. That, that would be the last time. Now, I will never argue that an NBA championship means anywhere near what a Super Bowl would mean. But everything was aligned there. The whole town got behind them. Yeah. And Wallace. Got turned into a folk hero. Tayshawn Prince. We all know what the Tayshawn is. As far as football goes, I don't think I've seen anything like it. You haven't. You've been given no success. You've been given no real highlights. So this is it. Yeah, because Dave, for, for decades, you were just given hope and promises. But now you're actually getting tangible things like wins and titles. Well, and banners and, and you mentioned rag now, you know, great example, just that, that grit and intensity. Like I'm not coming out of this game. I, I don't care what I've got to play through. I'm not coming out of this game. And you did not always see that with the lions. No, no. And look, I, I it, it, it's cliche, but I mean, Dave, here's the thing, Dan Campbell, the whole Dan gamble thing. We have fun with it. He's a hell of a good football coach. Because he has the players' respect, and the players have taken from him really what he was as a player. He wasn't the most talented guy in the world, but he was hard-nosed. Played for my Giants, played for the Cowboys, played for your Lions. Yeah, you weren't going to outwork him. No, he was was just a hard-nosed player, and that's the element he brings to this. They believe in him. He keeps telling them, you're built for this. They are. They're a tough football team. And they're together. And it's a lot like while Michigan wasn't the most talented team in America, they were the most together they team. Together. They were the most dangerous. With the Lions, it's it's very similar. There's a toughness about these guys. You know who doesn't have this? The Buffalo Bills. That collection of losers from that gray sky dump of a town. Those losers 
they have losing DNA. I was about to say, not everybody. The Bills are, no, Josh Allen, loser. Sean McDermott, loser. No. Bob Bass, loser. Diggs. Loser. Yeah. The whole thing, loser DNA. The Lions on that field yesterday at Airmark Stadium, they win that game. The Chiefs were begging the Bills to beat them. They would have. Bills are losers. Lions are winners. File it away. You can't just broad brush a whole fan base like that. Sure I can. Scott Norwood says hi. Cut off his cocktails, please. Hey, has Thurman Thomas found his helmet yet? Didn't matter. You lost by 50. Anything else? Yeah, that was the biggest bet I've ever lost in my life. What? That Norwood kick. You hate to see it. That was the game I got kicked out of the living room watching it with my dad. He only let me back for the fourth quarter. Damn right. <laughs> I remember, yeah, a guy. Uh, Do you remember the 12-minute drive where Otis Anderson carried it like 17 times for the Giants? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it, was, it was the biggest Well, it event. should be fresh in your mind because they beat your team the week prior. <clears throat> All you had to do was run out the clock. I can't believe Roger Craig fumbled. Hate to see it. <laughs> you know what? Woo. It's times like this that I realize, Mike, I just want to spend more time with you for the next couple weeks. Well, good. And I hope that we do. No, me too. <laughs> the celebration! It is. Yeah. It's a just, celebration, just keep bitches. Keep talking. Let's spend more time together. All right. <laughs> Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Straight to the phones. Get a little football today and next as well. Just to, you know, spread the wealth a little bit on a cocktail Monday. Kenny, how's that cocktail? Huh? How is it? It's pretty stiff. I got to tell you, it's a stiff cocktail. By the way, want to shout out Kenny Cott. You know, you think Frank Ragnow's tough. Kenny Cott. Hung over as a... What did he say? (laughs) What did he say? Oh, you'll hear it very soon. Okay. Listen. Kenny Cott openly admitting he showed up to work today, hung over as a dog for Doug and Scott, but he feels great with us. I was a little banged up. It took me a second. I'm good. I'm all full go now. Oh, you were Frank Ragnow. I was about to say, Kenny Ragnow's tough. That's right. How about Cott? I'm playing through the injuries, baby. I'm a tank. How much did you, you know, I don't even know. You know, I probably wouldn't have said that out loud, but you know, good for you. Good for you, buddy. Don't want to know. Let's go to the people, shall we? Let's go to Justin, 97.1. Justin, how you doing, buddy? And Justin. All right, guess not. Uh, We'll go over to, I want to make sure I get who's held the longest. Go to James, 97.1. What's up, James? Hey, guys, thanks for taking the call. Yeah, man, of course. So I just wanted to talk about uh, two things. Went to the game yesterday, went to the uh, first playoff game as well. Then I wanted to touch on Dan Campbell also. So um, at the end of last season, after the Green Bay game, me and my buddy went in together. We're like, this would be a good time to go in for season tickets. Late 20s, we're like, this is something we can hold on to. So couldn't be happier with how it worked out. It was such wow. a fun season. We were at all the home games. It was just, it was perfect. So, James, first year reasons, having tickets. Wow. 
Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. He, he, got he bypassed all the. <laughs> you know what? I got a friend of mine, and he also bought season tickets this year, the first time ever. Way to go, James. Good Lord. Yeah. No, it's, it's awesome, man. It's awesome. Um, one of the main reasons in doing it, too, was, you know, so we could have the first dibs for these playoff tickets. And these last two weeks have been amazing. They really have, you know. And yesterday's game was, was wild, it was electric. But. I will say, I think other people have touched on this. I think the first game was a little crazier. You know, I think the factors with just the first home playoff game at Ford Field, Stafford being there, him being the one trying to take it from us, and then, you know, primetime game at night, people have been drinking all day, all that stuff. It was, I think the first game was a little crazier, but yesterday was was amazing. So, just a ton of fun. Um, James, I I got to tell you, I don't think anything will ever outdo the Rams game. From a, a a electricity standpoint, a desperation, a hunger, I don't know that it, it's human nature. I mean, people wanted it so bad. It was against Stafford. Now you've now you got two playoff wins. Two, you got you got yeah, two. It, it was amazing. I mean, I can't believe it. In, what, in the same, I must have hugged about you know fifty people at that Rams game on the way out. I mean, just complete strangers. <laughs> That's perfect. But if I could, real quick, guys, yeah. I wanted to talk about uh, Dan Campbell um, and just the impact he's had. I know you guys talk about it sometimes. We do the Dan Gamble bet, um, yeah. and usually when when we're when you guys are criticizing him for you know the Dan Gamble stuff, I usually agree with you. But I think the one thing it's done with with these risks he's taken all year is it's gotten this team ready for the big moments because when they've been doing it all year. Like I think back to the Chargers game, that fourth down throw to Laporta, where it's like we don't get that. Yep. The Chargers probably go down and lose, you know. So when it comes to playoff time, these guys have been putting in, put in position all year to make make or, bl- make but or break. But he's doing play. the right things. Mm-hmm. I loved going for it on fourth and goal from the one. I was shocked it was Craig Reynolds, but it worked. You know what else I liked? Brock, Not right? going for it oh. from the four. I'm gonna take the points, yeah. I, James. We're good. The times I've gotten after it is, why are we faking punts on our own 23? We're not TCU taking on, you know, vintage Oklahoma here. You're not the Buffalo Bills. Right, you got a good football team. Let's <laughs> punt. Well, that was – I'm leaving that alone. No, James, we're good. I haven't and, seen anything egregious. And the thing is, once you do those types of plays, that's when you end up with a guy like Wright just wide open like, wait, no one covered him. No, they said it on the broadcast, and it was the best way to describe it. Usually that play begins with, oh, fudge. Yeah. <laughs> because you know, oh, it ain't going in the flat. Uh-oh. Wait, if we're both here and he's there, here's what the Bucks defense sounded like. Who's we? <laughs> he is, and he's wide open. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, that's, there are just, he's taking calculated risks the math backs it up. Wasn't that the same play they did against the Jets last season? Where he oh, was God. wide open. Oh, Jesus. I'd have to and think I think back. I thought that that was in the flat. But, dude, that's over a year ago. I'm sorry. I have failed you. No, I just. Rest in peace, Bob Zilstra. <laughs> or whatever his name was. What, David? Go ahead. Say it. Say it. You wanted to say oh, it. I didn't say anything. I'm just preparing some things back here. That's all. Can I hear uh, the results of what we have? It's pretty stiff. I got to tell you, it's a stiff. Oh, no. Wow. That's what he said. 
Okay, this is me saying this, and I tend to push the envelope and say, look, just blame me if it goes awry. I'm not sure about that one. <laughs> now, even I'm here to tell. I'm never the guy to put the bumper bowler up. You know what I mean? The guardrails, that, not sure. Rico wants no part of it. As soon as I heard it, I'm like, well, you know what? It's a one-time limited run. That may be a vintage collection. It was a one of one. If you heard it, you heard it. If you know, you know. <laughs> David, just put that in the special area of the spice rack. I think that that is a, it's you know a cayenne pepper. Let's, a dash will do. Let's save that for post-Super Bowl celebration. At that point, we can probably get away with anything. Nah. The meteor will have taken us out by then. That's what Drew Sharp used to always Ma, tell No, me. I'm just saying the Lions win the Super Bowl. Like, oh, he said if the Lions won the Super Bowl. The world's ended. That would be the second biggest story that happened that day. Meteor takes <laughs> out Earth. Like, right, the world would, we would all die, but hey, they won. Hey, Rico. Cocktails. <laughs> ah. <laughs> all right, let's just go straight to the Woo! divisional round. For the Kansas City Chiefs, who had the bigger impact of the day? Was it Patrick Mahomes or was it the Kansas City Chiefs defense? Uh, it's Mahomes. I mean, he played a patient, flawless game. I didn't think the KC defense played all that well. Buffalo ran the football right down their throat. It's just that Buffalo has loser tendencies. What's that guy, Uncle Nelly, or what would you call him? Oh, oh, oh. What was this? Like when you have a loser uncle. Uncle, Len uncle Lenny. Uncle yeah. Lenny makes the right moves for most of the time, but then Uncle Lenny still ends up dead broke, homeless, and in a bad relationship. That, that's the Bills. They're loser-ass tendencies. I'd say Pat Mahomes. Okay. He, I mean, that ball he threw to MVS was an absolute dime. His scramble late. The clutch plays at the clutch moments. Basically, everything Josh Allen lays in bed dreaming he could do. <laughs> David, you want to... <laughs> I think that's enough said right okay. there. Let's move past Josh Allen, Mike. Can't do it. Let's rank from one the best mm -hmm. or the worst the remaining quarterbacks playing in the NFL. Oh, I like this game. Well, I can tell you Purdy's the worst. Uh, then it would be Goff. Then it would be Lamar. Then it would be Mahomes. Not I'll give I... Lamar the nod, although the first half of that game, it looked like New Year's same problems. But they dominated in the second half. Slight edge to Lamar there. Okay, you know what, David? Go ahead. It's pretty much it's the same order okay. because golf has you've shown he's gone to the Super Bowl before and he's playing at an elite level right now. Mahomes is Mahomes, so he's number one. See, I thought he would have had golf too. That's what I actually thought. I, I just want to be respectful of the year Lamar has had, and he is playing elite-level football, and he's different than Jared Goff. I, I want to be respectful. Okay, you know what? This one's off the board. Okay. Based off of that question, Mike, mm -hmm. in all seriousness, is there anything that Brock Purdy can do to gain your respect? Like, if he does this, kind of how a lot of Detroit had to do with Jared Goff. Yeah. It took a while, but then you're like, you know what? Goff is him. I mean, he would have to outduel, you know, the next two games. He'd have to be the driving force in why so his Super Bowl team... MVP? Yeah, I just feel like he'd have to be the guy who's the driving force in his team's winning. I feel like McCaffrey and Debo, they carry that team. They carry the day. 
Purdy would ha okay. I'll tell you what. How about you don't look like a, a prepubescent teen without Debo on the field for the second time hey, this hey, season? Hey, hey, buddy, I'm I'm on your side. Okay. Oh, okay. It was simply a question. Yeah, that, that would be a start. David? And for the love of God, oh. stop with the glove and no glove. It's rain. Man, it get was... the football. Throw the football. You played at Iowa State. You're not from Hawaii. Just you know, tribute to Michael Jackson. And I, you know, I ought to tell the people what you said to me about Purdy this weekend, but I have too much respect for you. Oh, no, no. I was not happy with what I saw at all. D David, you ready for what he said? I don't care if we win the effing Super Bowl, and he never speaks that with those words, but he said it, and it wasn't friend. He goes, if we do, I don't care. Get this rat out of here. Go get me Justin Fields. I Close said, quote. if Fields is on the market, you go get Justin Fields. You pay Brock the price. Purdy cannot return here. His words. If Fields is out there, Fields is the guy. End of discussion. All right. His words. You know what? I'm not even going to ask this next question because you've already said it. What? So it was, is, is Josh Allen the AFC version of Dak Prescott? Yeah. Except the media kisses his ass. When is it going to stop? So we're going to move on. No, I want to ask the question. Why is Josh Allen protected status here? What has Josh Allen ever won? 3-0 in the regular season against the Chiefs, but when the chips are down, 0-3. Need a big play? Not going to do it. And I don't want to hear about the kicker no. missing. They had because to drive that ball down and score. Here's the thing. With Josh Allen, I think a lot of people have to be right. So you're going to keep pushing him back out there until you can finally say, see, I told you, it just took some time. Loser. It's the, Mike, it's, it's the gonna same. It's going to take the rest of his career then? No, look, we're in a town where now it's a lot of people taking a victory lap, saying, see, it just took some time, but look at the Lions now. That's what people are with Josh Allen. Those people are losers. <laughs> Nobody cares about your receipts. Who would you rather have to build a franchise around? Not Josh Allen. Jordan Love or C.J. Stroud? Wow, C.J. Stroud. As good as Love is, he had a head start. This is year four of Jordan Love. This is day one of C.J. Stroud. I I got to go with Stroud. Yeah, I think people forget that part. They think this is rookie year for Jordan Love. It, in fact, is not. But C.J. Stroud is him, so yeah, it's him. See, I would actually go with Jordan Love because he's gone through the sophomore slump. The league ah. kind of figured him out. Because that's going to be next year for CJ. I don't How know do if he's going to have a sophomore slump. I really don't see David, that. David, I sorry. give you Justin Herbert. Okay, that's fair. Where well, everybody thought. I think he just called you stupid. No, no, no. It, it's not that. It's no, just because I'm usually <laughs> with him on the sophomore slump. But he's he's good, man. I don't no, know. No, he who is good. Yeah. But because Love has gone through all of that, and now, and the other thing is, well, both have done that. But man, Love has taken some just receivers. So is Trevor Lawrence still in his sophomore slump? <sighs> Trevor Lawrence, well, he, like Trevor Lawrence. Guilty? We'll leave that that. No, I bet guilty as charged. Um, kind of the rest of the planet agreed with me on that one. I <laughs> enjoy the receipt. No, it's not a receipt. I just, I, no, 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 no. It's it, just that he's disappointing no, no. this year. No, no, That's no. All, you Mike. know what it is, Mike? It's not a receipt thing. But it's he was very much given... He was just promoted the same way Josh Allen oh, was. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's fine. Ripping you, the shreds. You, you haven't care. done anything yet, but mm. everybody's telling me how special you are. That's all. It's like, I can't get mad at Mahomes because, okay, I've kind of seen what Mahomes has done. 
I know. You just, may he may be annoying. I'm just tired. But most valuable bundler. All right, that's enough. Well, come on. That's four words. Not if you bundle. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, Ravens or the field? Wow, that's a great question. Um, leaning Ravens. The biggest thing is the Niners pass rush still comes and goes, and you can run it, and I don't love the quarterback. Lions, I mean, just call it what it is. If you have a functioning set of limbs, you'll throw for 350. Yikes. Chiefs just don't have the passing attack, and you can pound the rock, and that's why I don't think they're going to beat the Ravens. The Ravens run it, and they led the league with like 67 sacks. They forced turnovers. And they have that cheat code at quarterback that if the play breaks down, Lamar breaks you. So I would I would take the Ravens. It's definitely the Ravens for me, and it's because And Mark John Harbaugh is a kick-ass yeah, coach. Mark Andrews will return and oh, their good call. defense. Good their call. defense is style. They just destroyed the Texans in the second half. I would take the field, but oh shocking. Well, I like the city of Detroit. You guys don't believe in the line. Oh, you are a pile of human waste. <laughs> You really are. Speaking of John Harbaugh, let's have a little fun, people. Okay. Better post-game locker room celebrations. Mm-hmm. The Ravens or the Lions? Mike, you're not on social media, so no. you're exempt from this. Sorry. But John Harbaugh has got into the dancing with the players. So he goes out there, and they turn the music on, and it's like he's at a wedding in the middle of a circle, and he's just out there living his best life. Whereas the Lions, it's Campbell. He's handing the football out. I'll You're ready Campbell. to run through the wall for him. I'll take the more but the, traditional. But the players, it's kind of, you know what it was? Remember during Michigan State's 2013, how they had that type of way and they would dance. And then D'Antonio jumped in there that time and the players lost their mind. Mm. That's what that is. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, it, that, that time period's dead to me now. Thanks. It's definitely the Ravens celebration. I need to see Dan Campbell dance first before nope. I can give it to the Lions. I'm uh, sorry. I, no, I don't need my head coach to be a clown. I think Dan Campbell's comfortable see, exactly it, where he he's, is. He's actually not a clown. He's it's not. like No, I'm saying Dan Campbell is not that. Dan Campbell doesn't need to do any of that cheap crap. I like the tradition. All right, I like the Dan Campbell walks in and acts like the damn CEO. I like it. Okay. You like the dancing? Then dance. All right. Uh, here's the final thing. David is exempt, but Kenny, you can jump in here if you would like. Your advanced Super Bowl odds. Would you like to take a guess at the favorite and the point spread? If the Lions beat the 49ers and the Ravens win, who's the favorite? Ravens minus five and a half. I'll say Ravens by a touchdown. You both are correct with the Ravens. Four and a half. Okay. Lions... Chiefs. There's no way they'd install the Lions as a favorite, but I feel like they should be. I think the Lions would beat the Chiefs. Chiefs minus two and a half. I'll say Chiefs by the Devils number five and a half. Mm, Mike, you're so close. I'm still going to give you a bell. Minus three. Okay. I take the Lions all day against the Chiefs. 49ers, Chiefs. Niners minus two and a half. Yeah, I was going to say a pick or Niners minus one. I'll say Niners minus one. Mike, your closest, Niners minus three. Okay. And Niners, Ravens? Niners, Ravens. I'm with Kenny on this. This would be Ravens minus one. It would be one of those tricky lines. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, too. 
David, he's the jank rule is there because we went over it. Show prep. Got it. You're both wrong. Niners be favored? Niners minus one and a half. Niners are the only team that'll be favored no matter what. Everybody else. Hard to be favored when you're not game. there. Two four eight wow. five three nine. Oh my God! You know what, Mike? That just means you and I spend a lot more time together. What a blessing! Hey, you got time for one more, David? Okay. The Lions ended what's pros- the longest NFC playoff drought. There's only two teams left that have not made the playoffs since the year 2000 in the NFC. The the, the conference championship game. Got it. Conference championship game. Redskins. Uh, Dallas. And ironically enough, Dallas. Yep. Well, you two, I didn't even need to do that. And the Dolphins. NFC. Oh. But yes, My the bad. last time the, the, the Redskins made it was 1991. They when played they were, the Lions. Yeah. And the Cowboys, 95. You just <laughs> hate to see it. So now the Lions are off of that list. That's your Blitz, 97 1. Four o'clock, great to have you with us. A celebration Monday, cocktail Monday. Look, before we look forward, let's just savor it for 24 hours. Lions in the NFC title game, and have you wrapped your mind around being 60 minutes from the Super Bowl? And I also wonder if any of you, considering last week you guys got completely out of control, I'm still waiting for the 42-3 game I was promised by so many of you. I must have been on Peacock. I was I was watching a tie game at that. Uh, and a game that was tied going into the fourth quarter. I just want to know if you're more comfortable now that you are the underdog. You don't get to say no one believed in you. You don't get to do that. Now is the point you can. I don't think many people in America will be selecting. That's just the way I like it for my teams. And I wonder if you're more comfortable in this underdog role. But savoring the flavor of what went down yesterday, the first playoff win was about getting this horrible moniker off your resume. But yesterday, was Rico, it was about actually qualifying for a banner game, mm-hmm. a championship game, something this franchise just doesn't ever get to. Right. So even rarer than the playoff thing is getting to the NFC title game. And you're here. I just, look, we got all week to talk about the Niners. I'm talking just what yesterday meant. I'm interested in what you felt. You're a born and bred Detroiter. And you had every reason to leave this team in your youth back in the 50s. But for you to then, <laughs> now it's Lions. Well, well, back when they won the title at uh, Briggs Stadium. David, you know you know Rico went to school with Dutch Clark? <laughs> yeah. D.C.? Uh, D.C. Oh, man. It's my boy. D.C. still owe me $15, but it's, you know, I'm going to get past that. But, the, but my question would be, no, like there's no animus. Yes, no. you're a Niners fan, but you're not against the Lions. I'm not. I, it's right. People seem to, in, in our modern day world, if you're not for me, you hate me and you're against me and you're the worst. Man, I'm happy for the city. I'm happy watching the Lions do something I never Thought they're close to doing something I never thought I would see. So, yeah, you know, for me, it's one of those like, man, it's it was a scenario I did not ever want to see those two teams for the right to go to the Super Bowl. But nah, man, I'm so happy for this city, and it's like 
I know what it means. I don't know how much it means. And I know for how many people, because it, it's the weirdest thing, because when you see all the stories of people, like the, the guy who was crying, saying he buried his father in a lion's jacket, I know people like that. I know people who, man, there's so many folks that I, I often said, if the Lions ever won the Super Bowl, the city streets would be filled with ashes <laughs> for all the relatives that they would pour out along the parade route. And that wasn't joking. That was being for real. Oh, I nice. know what it means. <laughs> so can, can uh, you just let nice me. Nice throw, Josh. I'm, I'm trying to have a heartfelt moment. Continue. That, you know, I can't mind. stand Josh. Never no. mind. Carry on. No, tell no, me more about no, ashes. Don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I'm, I'm happy. Nevermore. <laughs> I'm happy. Nevermore. I'm happy. I'm actually happy. I know a lot of people thought I was sitting there angry. No. And so far from that. I'm just glad. Whoever wins the, the game on Sunday, that's who I want to win the Super Bowl. So that's where I'm at. The Niners had the bleep scared out of them. And I don't want to. I, oh, I was, no, that, that was. That was. Oh, I, yeah, I told you. I, what I felt about Purdy at that. Yeah, if Fields is available, got to go get him. According to my Fitbit, I probably should have went to the hospital. Okay, then. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, even when, you, when, they, when when Greenlaw caught the interception, I'm like, what are you doing? Well, I was actually rooting. Slide! Well, no, I was hoping he returned it all the way for a few reasons. <laughs> Just, I wonder why. I, whoever would guess. Let's people go to out the in the desert would understand. 248-539-9797. Let's go to Mario. 97.1. What's up, Mario? Gentlemen, happy Cocktail Monday to both of you. How are you guys doing? Excellent, Mario. What's up? So in honor of Cocktail Monday, I posted on the 971 Ticket Facebook page the great video of the Gap Band, the party train. It is awesome. I hope you guys get a chance to watch it. Uh, I'm probably showing my age by saying this, but I don't care. So if you get a chance to watch it and if you want to acknowledge it over the radio, that'd be great. If not, I understand. Uh, second point, uh, Mike and, and Rico, if you recall, a few weeks ago, prior to the playoffs, we had a discussion about which team you would rather play, the Rams or Green Bay. And I don't know if you recall the conversation, but I came out and said that I did not want to play Green Bay for obvious reasons, and look what's happened. And I think, Mike, you made a very good comment, and I know it was tongue-in-cheek. You basically said the reason why the Green Bay, that Green Bay is going to come in and play loosey-goosey it's because they're too young and too stupid. I don't know if you remember that call. Yeah, no, no, yeah, that that was me, but and, yeah, I got you. Yeah, so my point, my point is, this is exactly how the Lions should play. Relaxed. We've accomplished so much more. Even if we had lost, I would have been disappointed if we had lost yesterday. But they've accomplished what they were set set out to do. They won the division. They won the playoff game against the Rams. Yes. Yesterday was gravy, and let's get some more gravy, gents. Yeah, no, that that's the whole point. I, I mentioned it last week, and some people were like, no, you're not allowed to do this. But I said, I have to move the goalposts. I won't find, I will not be understanding or feel great about losing to the Bucks. It's a game you should win. Now, I said it would be tighter than, you know, the Chuck Schwarskys in the crowd said, 52-3. I just, now it's house money. Now there's no moving the goalposts. Now well, it is pressure-free. I think Dan Campbell's a very dangerous man, loose as a goose. Well, Very like dangerous. What, what Ben Johnson and Aaron Glenn did, I mean, they apparently came up with some new plays that the Bucks had never seen. For Johnson, 
The middle of the field stayed open the entire game. All right, I'm not. And for Aaron Glenn, I don't want to nerd out. I'm going to bring a blitz where you're never going to touch the guy who comes on the blitz. Well, okay, time out. Now, let, I don't want to mint Aaron Glenn as Einstein. The no, no. Bucks had protection communication issues, right. which home field. Okay, but the, the fact that apparently you came up with some things that they had never seen before. The problem is, no, the lo- okay, so like. Go ahead, nerd out. On the, all right, on the one, Vaughn falls down. There's nothing you can yes. do there. Yes. All right, but when Aiden's unblocked, no, that, that is a legitimate protection faux pas. The I mean, other because, one, when Branch comes in and Baker steps to that side, that means he didn't check the line to slide the right way or account. Right. And he went, normally, you know the blitz is there. Right. You would go, I'm looking at you, zing, and the ball's out. I'm making a point. Your first thing, defensively, I didn't understand the Bucks' game plan. And the Lions played it perfect. I don't know why the Bucs decided, look, we have Levante David who shut down Laporta in the first matchup. We're not going to play any, barely any man. We're going all zone. We got linebackers bailing 15 yards out. And you know what Goff did? No problem. Eight yards here, 11 Is yards he, here. The, that was the brilliant thing. Here. You know what? He, occasionally, Mike, the game is really simple. And Goff played it like a video game. He played great. If you're not going to stop this, I'm going to keep doing it. And until you stop it, Dink, dunk, boop, boop, boop. I don't. Rem- I, I think the last throw I remember outside of the numbers was the JMO comeback route. Everything else exclusively, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna flood these zones, clear them out. Goff will have the protection because the Bucks didn't blitz nearly as much as they blitzed in the first game. But the, I mean, but Glenn, I mean, apparently the blitz package caught them off guard. I mean, could you imagine what you would be saying if all of a sudden, oh, you forgot about? Uh, Nick Bosa, and he just had free reign to Jared Goff. You'd hey, be like, David. what just happened here? Hey, by the way, for the people out there, because I know you would know the answer, I'm just not that smart of a guy. Did Will Golson dress yesterday? He played. He played. Didn't he, hear he his some, name. He had some tackles. Probably time to retire. Well, he's been, he's been in the league 11 years now. Don't remember any of them. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. What? What? Because what he had a bad game in college. It's because bad. he had one bad game in college, you have just. It is a it's a thing because I know, I know you. That's all it is. I'm kidding. Man is probably listening to the show right now. Like, I don't wow. care. Let's pop in the no, tape. He's, ag- he's cleaning out his locker. He's not listening. David, let's pop in the tape against Youngstown State. Oh gosh, here we go. <laughs> Buddy, I'm just getting you, as as Lomas likes to say, we're just priming the pump. We're just getting you to an intensity level you need for the rest of the week. This is your week. I Big wanna, week for you. I want to share this intensity for you. I want to extend the extent to intensity. We are reporting as eligible, Rico, all right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Kenny, Kenny opened that bedroom door last night. Honey, I'm eligible. <laughs> Uh, Kenny. In his Macho Man T-shirt with saying, no pants. Oh, but no, I was about I'm to say not, she was probably like, "Kenny, where's your jersey? What are you doing? Isn't, honey, that, how, isn't that how everybody does it? I thought honey, that's how everybody did. I'm, I'm eligible. Oh no! <laughs> she looked at her watch and was like, "All right, well. come see that black." <laughs> commercial break will be over in ten. Seconds. I wasn't there. David, come on. Now that's uh, that's a bridge too far. Mike, okay. Are you throwing flags back there? Breaking news. 
to those of you who enjoyed a rant last year, or if you're a subscriber to Cash the Ticket podcast, rest in peace to Paul head basketball coach Tony Stubblefield. Okay, somebody told me to tell you that, and I didn't get the joke. You should probably go listen to the episode titled Dear Tony Stubbefield, or there's an episode of On the oh, Board we did. Oh, that's him. Okay, now I remember. Okay. Couldn't yeah. happen to a bigger piece of crap. Yeah. What did he do that upset you? I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, DePaul fired him. He doesn't believe in math. He's a Neanderthal. He didn't foul up three with, like, 1.4 seconds to go. And what happened? Some no-name loser from Georgetown hit a Gus Macker shot, and they go to OT and lose, and cost us all money. Tony Stubbefield. Yeah. Somebody told me to mention that. Well, it's mentioned. My day just got brighter. I told you it's a cocktail Monday. (laughs) I'm going to make a cocktail and toast Tony Stubbefield not making money off of basketball. To Tony. To Tony. R.I.P. Pour one out. Let's go to the people, shall See we? See you at the crossroads. Uh, you know, we had a caller just call up and he hung up. A gentleman named Mo was calling up to say how they have no chance and you're all idiots. And I'm like, why would you call up with that today? You know what, Mo, call back. I would love to talk to Mo and know why that is what you choose. Maybe Mo had a call coming in. It was the boss he had to hang well, up. Why do you choose violence on a celebration cocktail Monday? Because some people don't know how to be happy, Mike. And some people can't celebrate. And that's the thing. For me, I can celebrate somebody else's happiness. It doesn't have to be about me, and Mo can't. And I don't know. Yeah, you're exactly. You're too happy. Let me let me let me rain on your parade. Nah, people want to be happy. Have a cocktail. Rob ninety seven one. What's up, Rob? And Rob. Go oh, Kenny. You're really batting a thousand on the caller line. Let's Maybe go to Rob Greg. Had to call Mo ninety seven one. Greg, what's going on, bud? Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, Greg, what's up? Hey, you know, that Lions victory yesterday took me back about to 1987. I started at uh, at the F Motor Company, into the engineer, and I was a big Lions fan. And I hadn't thought about that until yesterday. <clears throat> you know, you have those memories and you bury them. And I just thought, when I would come to work, every Monday, Lions were like 4 and 12 or something that season, there would be a body bag at my desk with a pin on it, with the lions on it. And throughout the day, all I would hear is walking down the aisle was meow, meow, meow. And I had to remember that for, again, 30-some years. And yesterday with that, with that win, yeah, I, I actually was able to exercise that, I think. So, yes, today hey, is a good day. It's a great day. Hey, Greg, I, please hold on. I got a couple of questions. Yeah, please. How do you procure a a real was that a real body bag? No, no, they would they would uh, oh. they would create you know they would use a garbage bag oh, to put them okay. together, okay, fashion them as a as a as a body bag. Okay, that was my biggest question was do you just like okay. go to your local Walmart and pick up a body right, bag. Right, I'm like that's mafia stuff. Like oh, and then there was a no, fish no, in a newspaper. A, I'm like whoa. <laughs> No, no, it would be labeled Detroit Lions body bag. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. <laughs> Much better. No, I mean, Greg, that's the thing is, is the only way to, to, it's almost like graduation. You have to have a certain amount of credits to graduate. You can't fake it. 
You can't have a fake piece of paper. If you're a fan of a team, you can't erase the stench of your past until you accomplish something in the present. And, like, the Lions finally, like, we'll never have to hear about one playoff win since 57. You know what else you're not going to have to hear about? When they put the graphic up of who hasn't been to championship Sunday. You know, the Cowboys are now on the clock, 1993. The the, the Redskins, Commanders, whatever they're called, they're on the clock. Haven't won a playoff game since. Right. You're you're done. It's like when the Bengals went off of that book and said, you know what? Yes. We're a different team now, and guess what? Nobody brings up the Bengals of the past, the Bungles, and the paper bags over their heads because different team, different program. This is the beginning of – a lot of things where when you don't make the playoffs, the people of Detroit are going to be angry. Why didn't we make the playoffs? We won 10 or 11 games. That We should have won this game back in week three. That's the new norm. I think Greg decided he'd had enough. Okay, then. 248-539-9797. Kenny, you okay? You holding up all right? Of course. It's Cocktail Monday. Yeah, well... Listen, from the reports we got, you 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 work Doug and Scott show face down. So now, like, I'm making sure you hit the crescendo of post-hangover. It, can we do anything to make sure your energy stays up? Oh, we the- are back. We are so back. That's all. I'm good. I'm good to go. Come see that black. Exactly. For show. Right. Uh, <laughs> oh, is this the mo or is this an auxiliary mo? Is this a different mo? He believes it's a different mo. Uh, all the mo's are coming out today. All right, no money, mo problems. I, I I didn't say no such thing about me <laughs> being content. Okay. Or you know what? This this is gonna gonna get. You know, we suck. No, I'm happy. I'm happy with it. And you know what? We are in the metro Detroit area. There's plenty of Mohammeds. So I mean, I'm pretty sure that more than one Mohammed is gonna call in. But the way I see this game going forward. You, we can just go ahead and, you know what? What happens, happens in San Francisco. Just play loose and let Jesus take the wheel because it doesn't really matter anymore. Uh, we've exceeded our ex. It's okay. Hell, it's a cocktail Monday. You do what you got to do. No it's more. A cocktail, it's a cocktail Monday for everybody except for Rico and his Niners. I mean, come on. We're, I mean, then we're getting a little out of hand here. Let me say this. <laughs> I am uh, one of the angles I'm going to play this week when we get to game breakdown phase. Mm -hmm. Dan Campbell is the most dangerous man in football with nothing to lose. I, when you are going into a game, no, this isn't that the, the players in the room don't believe or that the somehow that it's an impossible task. When you can sell your team, Guys, no one's picking us this week. No one believes in us. We're going on the road. Everyone's telling you how pretty the Niners are. Dan Campbell's the most dangerous man left in football right now. Because fake punt. I was about to say. field goal. No, no, no. Fourth and four. Dan Campbell stays at Metro Airport. Dan Gamble. Dan Gamble is on a flight to San Francisco. He's bringing his luggage. And it's Louie. It will be nothing I expected Dan Gamble when they played the Rams. When See, the Rams were good. If I'm you, I'd be a little nervous. Not scared. Yeah. Mike. Nervous. As you know, I'm always nervous about a playoff game. 
Oh, it's because I was have. nervous last week. Because you have a brain. And you guys told me, oh, you're saying badly. No, no, no. Well, that's part of our bit on this show. I know, but Green Bay was too young and stupid to realize. You're, you're supposed to be nervous, and they came out there, smacked him in the face. Debo dies. And I'm like, he really better be and, dead. And? Oh, it was raining, and Brock Purdy couldn't do anything. And? And they won. Because Purdy drove him down for the game-winning run. Just say Purdy's trash, and we can be done with this. Hey, man, he he won the game. Okay. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. We'll get David on the ticket text. We doing a football today this hour or no? You tell me. Yeah, we can. Lucy Lucy Goosey yeah. here. All right, there's no rules. Tony Stubberfield. Sir. Two four. <laughs> can I send him an invoice for the money he cost me last year? You can. <laughs> I don't know how he's going to pay it. Tony, booby, baby. You don't know me. Like, Here's bro, the deal. I'm fired. I got no. <laughs> Can we, how much you think DePaul was paying me? I, huh? I don't know. I'll we'll have to Google. All right, 97.1. David, ticket text, phone calls. We get a football today at 45. It is a cocktail Monday, and it's simple. Let's just take the day and enjoy. We can do all the San Francisco breakdowns and the whatnot the rest of the week. I just encourage enjoy. You accomplished something to where now you are in a winner-take-all to go to the Super Bowl. I know. It's not uncharted. They did it in 91. The problem, you were dead on arrival. You were 15-point underdogs against a machine, the likes of which doesn't exist in today's NFL. The Redskins back then, no salary cap. Come on, man. Those teams in the late 80s, early 90s, you can't build them that way anymore. Yeah, now, stockpile players. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. This is not that. You or are the 60- infamous signing bonus where they didn't count against the cap. Yeah. Charles Haley says hello. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Carmen A. Policy. This is 60 minutes for a Super Bowl. So take a day and enjoy it. Don't worry about it. Man, we're going to be here the rest of the week. You got Odyssey.com Rewind. We put the whole damn thing up on podcast. Just breathe. Let's enjoy today and talk about it, and then we'll get into the particulars, if you will. David, the ticket text first. What do you got, bud? Uh, This is David from my car. He says, I was at the game last night, and I'm still in celebration mode. One of the greatest wins I've ever seen, and I've been a lifelong fan. I'm 60 years old. Uh, Can I ask a question? cocktail Monday, he says. I want to ask a question. This might sound stupid. But I'm a big believer that football is not all – like – it's like with a sports book, football makes up 91% of their handle. The other sports make up nine, right? Football is the oxygen. So the Lions winning Sunday for the right to play in the NFC title game. There are other sports where I would trade in championships I've watched to have my football team in the very spot that the Lions are in. How can you say that? Easy. If you ask me right now, would I trade the Celtics championship in 08 for the Giants to be playing Sunday against the Niners for the right to go to a Super Bowl? Yeah. Was that anything's possible? It was. Except his knee staying intact or we would have gone back to back. Um, well, yeah, it's, the Super Bowl is so big because it's, it's what everything. we always compare things to. It is. It's just it's everything. I mean, I... I'm not asking you to trade in a wing Stanley Cup, or I'm not asking you to be, but like, great example. The Tigers' appearances in the World Series. I could vaporize both of those. 
to get to this point. Lions fans would have made that. It's here. That's how big it is. That's why I've said for you and I, let's just, we'll do the San Francisco talk the rest of the week. Savor the flavor for once. Because mm-hmm. Championship Sunday, this was nothing but a dream. It was an idea for many of you. You're here. 60 minutes. Anything can happen in a football game. Mm-hmm. And while I do think San Francisco is better than you, that doesn't mean you don't have a shot. If Debo's truly 50-50, it changes everything. Yeah, Debo being 50-50 is the same way I felt about the Lions when they went into the Rams game, and I didn't think Laporta was going to play. That's how important he is to the 49ers is what Laporta was. Laporta played just enough to get that one touchdown and one other catch. But he was was still big in the run game. He was. That's what gets lost by so many people. Look, but it was the fact had he not played, there was no way in the world I think you beat the Rams. Look, you're going, bottom line, it's going to be a theme all week. Dan Campbell is James Bond. He is a very dangerous man. Dude, Dan, Cam- Dan Campbell might as well stay home. And I mean, at this point, if Dan it's, it, Gamble boarding just, that flight, just gamble. I, I mean, I'm talking seriously like what he did against the onside kick. Ooh. Start the game off with an onside kick. Why not? Oh boy, I don't know if I'm ready for that. I'm sure analytics has some reason. I mean, all right. No, no, no. Think about it. If you start the game with an onside kick and it hey. doesn't work, you got the rest of the game to make it up. Hey, what analytics are out there for Todd Bowles not using his last timeout to get the football back with 30 seconds? What to go? was that about? No, no. Todd Bowles quit mid third quarter. Like when the Lions went up 14, he just kind of had that look like, well, this is a good year. Good year, guys. And just start shaking everybody's hands. Good game. Good year. Good year. Hey, coach, you, you know, we could have got the ball back. Ah, ah. Well, well, we have scored. No, let's just not get injured. Todd Bowles is the Brian Ellerby of of NFL coaches. I yeah, don't I mean, know if he was there. Every time they panned over him, he looked like he had pooped his pants. Like, Dan, Todd, are you with us? Yeah. Dan Campbell even came out and said, we didn't manage the clock right at the end. They I, could have called a timeout. They stopped it too early. And I'm sitting here and I'm going, oh, my God. Somebody must be changing Bowles' pampers they're not going to use their timeout because this the game same. is over. Right? I was like, wait, that's not right. Like, no, you're just going to take that timeout with you on the plane? How? Okay. Okay. No <laughs> one here cares, but we talk sports for a living. Give us two minutes. How can that man return as your head coach? How? Faulty game plan. Didn't recognize basic math. Also, I can't deal with people who are blank stare idiots. How? How? I don't know. This is one where if I'm the GM, we need to talk. You are going to have to explain to me why I should not fire you. That was Caldwellian. Yeah, you know what? That was the type of stuff that we've seen the Lions That's do right. for decades. Those and three letters. No that, one needs to apologize. Here's what it looks like, Lions fans from the other side. Where wait, so what? You're just going to let the clock run out. I'm just an observer, man. You know you're only down by eight, right? I don't report the news. I I don't make the news. I just report it. I don't know. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't taking crazy pills. I mean, it wasn't like anybody didn't take a punt back over the weekend. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm just saying it's like the – okay. I mean, you're a Lions fan. You take it. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. Just saying a lot of malpractice going around these parts. Up next, Sean McDermott. We're faking punts. Yikes.
Doug, 97.1. What's up, Doug? Happy Cocktail Monday, uh, Monday, gentlemen. How are we today? Excellent, Douglas. You know, Mike, you you said it perfectly. You guys have said it. We are – just can we comprehend this as a state and a city? We are 60 minutes away from a Super Bowl. And like you said, Mike, football's different. Like, I, I've seen the Pistons go to work at 1-04. I've seen the Wings hoist four Stanley Cups. The Tigers get to the Sears. No. I have, we have all been on this high. I, I couldn't stop smiling. I couldn't go to bed last night. And the way they went about it, like you guys were commenting, Todd Bowles could not adjust anything. Let's just leave Aiden on block. And Jared just kept dinking and dumping, dinking and dumping. That middle was as open as 75 South down downtown Woodward Avenue. It was just open and open, and we just took advantage. But what a thrill, guys. I, and, you know, playoff football is different. This is my first experience as a Detroit fan. You know, Mike, you know it as a Giants fan. Of course, Rico Privilege, yeah. you know it as a Niners fan. But this was different. This yeah. is so special. And, and, and understand so something, Doug, and you're, you're a listener of the show, you're a caller of the show. You understood last week. I thought the Lions would win, but I, I started to get, I'll be honest, downright angry. When I had to hear people calling in with no concept to play off football going 42-3, to three, okay. and I'm going, you don't get it, man. No, no, These no. games are wars. They are white Absolutely. knuckle. Absolutely. But see, I it think. It was a chess game. I Correct me if I'm wrong, but was not every game close? I mean, even Green Bay I mean, almost pulled that off. This is a chess game. It's matchups. It's adjustments. You don't do the same stuff. And, and, Dan, and Dan, my buddy, the best leader, Shout out to Dan Campbell for playing this right, taking the points when he needed it. Yep. It's picking your spots, picking your shots. It's like a dog trying to steal a, a food off the table. You take your shots. This is what playoff football is. And any moron that calls up and says, oh, we're going to blow out San Francisco because I, Brock I can't take it. Innings. No. Can't take we are in the playoffs. <laughs> this is a different mindset. And I am tired of those fans too, Michael. That's why I love you guys. You're both objective. You're smart, analytical f- football analysis. And that's what these people in this town need to get through their dang heads. Doug, this is different, I, but- I appreciate that because here's the thing. When it comes to the playoffs, and David can attest to this as well, it's a different animal. I have a big one. And – yeah, every game you're a little bit nervous because it's high stakes. One mistake, your DB slips and the wide receiver goes wide open for a touchdown. You don't get to make that over. You got an interception and it's a fair catch and he drops it. You don't get a do-over. Things like that happen like all if you're... the time. But I, I think it was the minority fans who were in that whole, you know, 50 to nothing type of thing. I think mm. more fans are like Doug who realize it's never easy when you because these are the best of the best teams. And it's a one-and-done format. Like, look, if, if you're doing Tampa radio today, you're talking about the dropped interception in the end zone. You're talking about the missed field goal. Mm-hmm. You're talking about Todd Bowles on fourth and a yard, fourth and four, why, and fourth why, and seven. Hey, Todd, why didn't you call a timeout at the end I, of the yeah, game? I, I, that would be the thing. But my point is, the margins, this isn't college football. The margins in the NFL are razor thin. Like, I hate Josh Allen and the Bills. I mean, I want that city to be successful because it's a miserable life living there. But the point is, they they are losers. They make the losing play. If Josh Allen checks it down to Diggs on a wide-open crossing route, 
They probably win the damn game. He doesn't. Because I'm a cowboy. Yeah! Throwing it 30 yards down the field. No. Make the winning play. Margins. This. This then. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look at what Love did on that final play. It was his only mistake of the game, and it cost it, him the whole he, thing. Right. He picked a bad time to have a bad time. Like, you threw it into three people and thought, yeah. and he's, I thought I could thread the needle. Jordan, just privilege. All right. Hey, quick, quick. Uh, you had a little update there on Debo for the people. Do you want to provide it? Uh, Kyle Shanahan spoke and said, uh, Debo does not have a fractured shoulder, which is a good sign. There's still a lot of pain, which makes his status fuzzy for Sunday. There ain't nothing fuzzy about it. It's the NFC title game. But he'll know a better idea of uh, Debo's availability on Wednesday. Five words. Lawrence Taylor, any given Sunday. You're not kidding me. <laughs> get the tranks and get them out there and make it happen. Debo, we have your pets hostage. I mean, get that's how there. this game – what do you – I mean, dude – Right, Frank you know Ragnow, you got the whole off season. Right, Frank Ragnow is being held together by duct tape. Absolute warrior. Well, the fact that they You're came playing. and said, "Hey, you know, Campbell came and asked him, "Hey, you good, man?" Yes, I'm good. Fantastic. Leave me alone. Get out. <laughs> I just got to ask you, legally, I have to ask you if you're good. I don't know that I've ever seen an offensive lineman rolled up twice in the same game and still play. I felt the pain. When I saw that second one, it was like, oh, no. Talk DJ Friday about it, because to me, that that is beyond the worst of the worst. You don't see it coming. You have no way to protect yourself, Mm-mm. and you are crumpled up, and you're, I don't know if you're aware of it, a rather large human. It's a lot of weight coming down on a very delicate joint. That dude is tough as nails. Never question him. No. Yeah, Ian Rappaport uh, came out today, earlier today, and said that it was a sprained knee and a sprained ankle. So <sighs> He double-dipped. He double-dipped, exactly. <laughs> There's no, yeah. no foundation there. And Jonah Jackson out. Correct. Men- meniscus tear surgery. But the more respect, because then he had to go up against Vita Vea and held his own. The fourth down play, he dominated Vea. The Craig Reynolds run. I mean, anybody else is like, uh, I need a lot of help, coach. Um, anyone, this, this man ended the Philly, the brotherly shove. And it gets, it gets lost in this. But can you imagine the reaction of all of us? Like, I, I'll admit it. I would have lost my mind if Craig Reynolds gets stopped on the goal line. And I'm going, man, where, how, who, where are the two running backs I pay a zillion dollars to? I immediately yell, where's Gibbs? Like, what are we doing here? But it worked. My point is, yeah. that play, Ragnow was the linchpin to the whole damn thing. He was able to move Vita Vea, who is, you don't do that to. And to do it in the pain he was in, I mean, that that defines what the team is. Mm-hmm. It's not a cliche. That's in living color. That is true grit right there. You want me to get you a little grit hat for this weekend? No. Okay. Now, what I do, if, I do if have they the, win, can we adorn you in a grit hat for the Super Bowl? No, if they win, I told you, I, I love the, the new logo that they have. So Kane got me that hoodie the uh, that they have on the helmet. The old school logo. The old school logo. Yeah. The, yeah. The, from the it's, it's the best one they have. Right. So, yeah, Kang was like, he hooked me up. He was like, hey, I found one if you want it. So he left it on the I had it on that day when I got back from vacation. Kang collects. Kang collects. All right, let's let's go over to uh, Alex, 97.1. What's up, Alex? Hey, can you guys hear me? Loud yeah. and clear. What's going on, buddy? 
Hey, happy Monday, guys. Yes, sir. Um, I just wanted to offer some perspective on, uh, you know, what the game yesterday means to me. So I'm 33. Uh, my birthday was on Saturday. So the Lions game, you know, that was kind of a birthday present. And, um, you know, I, I think about people like my dad because my dad is 78. He'll be 79 on the 24th. And this is the first time in my life that I've been able to dream about a Super Bowl. And sure. I know it's a long shot, but, um, you know, being out here in California, you know, I always, I always tell my dad, you know, if the Lions ever make it to the Super Bowl, I'm flying home to watch the game with you. And if they win, I'll stay for the parade. And, you know, it's always been kind of a pipe dream. But for the first time in my life, I can actually, you know, visualize that. Alex, let me ask you a question. Why why not come home for this game? Uh, Well, I am a student, so um, I have school. He's got to pick his battles. uh, I did kind of float the idea um, just because – because I'll just tell you this, Alex, and I, 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 I speak from experience on this. I, back in 07, in the formative days of my radio career, I surprised my dad with tickets to Green Bay. So I flew him to Chicago, picked him up. We went up to Green Bay. It was going to be Favre's last game in Lambeau. Nobody right. really believed the Giants could get that done. Remember, the Giants were underdogs on the road in Tampa, in Dallas, and in Green Bay. The moment you know you're going to the Super Bowl is, I would argue, almost more magical than winning the damn thing. It's it's the <laughs> it's like when Michigan State finally was going to go to a Rose Bowl in thirteen when Jeremy Langford split the safeties. That moment of knowing, Dad, yeah. you're going to the Rose Bowl. That the result of the game is almost like far secondary to the moment of elation. You know what I was going to say? Yeah, that or it's that moment you know we're going to the Final Four in basketball. Yes, yes. You're cutting down the nets, and whatever happens next happens. But we're part of the story now, Alex. You got to use a few of those miles. You got you got to get back to the three one three. Hey, I'm I'm with you. And you know, I was a senior in high school, uh, the own sixteen year. And so it's always just been one of those things that wasn't even plausible, you know, for the Lions. You know, it was almost like like, like a black president. Like, it was just one of those things that would never happen. And here we are. So so I I might just just do that. You know, look, I I just regret always outweighs expense when it comes to life. Like, the things that are important. And watch it with them. And on the one-off, you get it done. You will never regret the time and the effort and the money you spent. And if it doesn't happen... Man, you never know if you're getting back to this point, Alex. You know, whether I used the example last week about State, you know, in 87, the people I used to tailgate with talked about people who were no longer alive. They didn't go in 87. I didn't either. They said they'd be right back. I, I, they didn't I, get I, back for 26 years. Mike, it was one of the biggest regrets of my life, telling my roommate. Yeah. Why don't we just go the next time? Oh, God. You told Doug that? No, not Doug. No. Or had Doug already transferred? No, not Doug. Or was Doug spending that at a winery in Australia? Studying abroad. At at that point, I think Doug had fell in love for the first time. So, no, not Doug. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Leave that alone. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Spanking, spanking, spanking. My point is, I, I, I think it is who you are with, not where you are. So, if you have somebody that you want to watch this game with, Go. I'll never advocate going to the game over watching it with people you care about. 
So Alex's story, I'm sure there's plenty of you guys out there. Some of you know the story I told about my dad in Green Bay. Hell, you might have been listening back in the day. But it's real. Like, it, it, that's the stuff that matters. You know, the Super Bowl, it is. It's a faraway thing. It's this impossible thing. It, it seems so much further away than any other championship. But the moment you know you're going, ah, that's... Because the Super Bowl I've never viewed as real. It's not an event for people. It's not an event for fans. And the Super Bowl experience is largely miserable. You know, you are, you can't get dinner reservations. You're not going to be invited to George Clooney's party. I'd hate to break it to you. And the tickets you've paid for are so egregious. It's like the AFC and NFC title game are still the last bastion of fandom. Mm -hmm. So whether you want to go to this game or be with someone you care about watching the game, yes, do it. Heartbeat. Heartbeat. Because, hey, newsflash, I don't know I'll ever see the Giants get back. David's only experienced it once in about the same time frame. And all joking aside, Mike, I think you can because you're looking at the quick turnaround. Look at what the Lions did. Look at what the Texans did. Look what the Packers are doing. Right. It can happen for you again. One problem. I have a quarterback in a wheelchair. All right, we will get back to your calls on a cocktail Monday. <laughs> Who's excited, Rico? Kenny, you're eligible. Reporting is eligible. Kenny Cott hung over as a dog. Proud of you, buddy. 97-1. 5 o'clock on a cocktail Monday. Why would we coin it that? It's simple. You savor a cocktail. You don't rifle it like a degenerate like Kenny Cott. You sip on it. You savor it. You enjoy the moment. You're toasting life's memories. Now, if you want to rifle things, well, then you go Frank the Tank mode like Kenny. (laughs) It's so good when it hits your lips and you just bong beers. (laughs) So good. It's so good. Do another one. My point is, savor what yesterday was. Don't be in a rush to get to next weekend. Just chill. We're going to take a day. We're talking about yesterday. The San Francisco preview stuff, man, that's the rest of the week. And frankly, I'm probably doing a disservice to us here at this station, but I got bad news for you. There's only so much you can preview. It's a football game. I can give you a few things to watch, a few things to look out for. Beyond that, flip the coin. Yeah. And I think the biggest preview is... um... Debo. Jonah Jackson's not playing. We know that. Yeah, Debo. What's 19 going to be? Is he playing or is he not? If Here's Debo doesn't play, I think the Lions' chances go up exponentially. I'll give reasons for that as the week goes along. It's almost as if all pro caliber players have a big impact. Signed, my fear if Laporta didn't play against the Rams. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Yeah. Um, but no, we're celebrating and just getting your guys' feedback. You are 60 minutes from the Super Bowl. You can say it. It's not a dream. No one's going to laugh at you. It's not a fantasy. Um, yeah, you're an underdog. Guess what? I would take great comfort in that. Because I, I love being the underdog. Love it. Yeah, because I would say, Mike, I don't this is going to live a life of privilege like Rico, where I'm always favored by a zillion. That's no way to live. You're always favored. You're not always favored. When's the last time you were an underdog? When did you meet Will Smith? When did the underdog for the Ravens game? No. No, and you have to everybody out of their money. Thanks for that. Um, all right. My, my apologies. Ah, Purdy's got to apologize because he's trash. A game-winning drive. Let's get to the people. What do you want? No, I was going to say, I think this goes all the way back to the first week when, when you beat Kansas City 
That was that moment when I remember I said, you could talk Super Bowl. I foretold and that And I'm moment. not going to laugh at you. And I'm like, guys, don't be afraid to say it because you went and you beat the Chiefs in Kansas City on ring night. You know who can't talk night. Super Bowl? Who? Josh Allen. <laughs> you know you who? We should have got to her. You and I going to switch seats. I don't like when the media pushes narratives. Josh Allen does not deserve. You do realize status. your boy is also a narrative pushed quarterback, right? Who's that? Trevor Lawrence. Oh, you you want to hit him with no, a, no, no, hit, not, hit him with I, a bus? I, I'm not, ahead. but he's he reminds me of like at least Burrow has done some stuff, and he's got swag. But Trevor Lawrence, look at me in the commercials and my hair. Okay, but what have you done? Exactly. You can deflect from no, Josh no, Allen all no, you no, want. I'm not deflecting, but him, my guy, Put Herbert. Allen and Lawrence in a tandem no, bike. No, my and my guy, Herbert. I thought he was going to be something. He wasn't. He's another one. We hyped him up like, oh, Tua. So... Oh boy, that clown car is getting packed. Don't let don't let Costa hear you talk about Tua. Oh boy! Well, happy birthday, Jim. Go to hell, Jim. Hey, let's go to Tom, ninety-seven-one. Tommy, what's going on? I'm just driving and uh, having a couple beverages. Oh no 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 no! Please tell me that's no. Not. I'm just kidding, Mike. Okay, please don't do that. No driving. Okay, but uh, yeah, I'm enjoying some uh, Punchki beer from Eastern Market Brewing Company in the garage. There you go. Cocktail and Rico knows who I am. Rico, you still got that 1999 Prince shirt? Yeah. <laughs> I know you do, buddy. But uh, what are we good doing talking here? to you guys. Uh, you right. know, hey. All right, enjoy your beer. I'm going to let you go now before you say something that will get us sued. I don't know what happened. Kenny, that's two. That's two. I'm pretty sure he was hammered. Yeah, that, that's not funny to say that you're driving a drink. Yeah, Don't Kenny, do that, Kenny, Kenny, No, Kenny. no, Kenny, no, no. He, he said, said he was joking, but it's not joking, funny. He was joking, and he was in his garage enjoying a cocktail, not driving. So you and know then what? And he asked it's, you, and it literally is, are you wearing a print shirt and things got weird? He said, do I still have it? So. Okay. Because I'm a cowboy. Yeah. Right. It's Josh Allen on a critical third down. Woohoo! I'm in Vegas. Ah. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> oh, I think I know who that was now. We went to gray school together. Would it was it, no, the the fake school you went to was high school. Right, that's the one you that's said was Bishop Sycamore. No, right, right. You the, went to a real gray school. The gray school is the principal who had to paddle in his office. Gotcha. Yes. Noted. What was the name of the grade school? Mount Hope Lutheran. And it's real. It's you pass it every time you go to the airport. It's in Allen Park. Okay. Right off the service drive. All right. We're just making sure. Because the high school is fake. Detroit Lutheran West. Real fake. Matter of fact, I ran into some uh, a former leopard at the game uh, the, uh, against the Rams. He was like, you tell Mike. That's a real school. Yeah. Leopard pride. Yeah, real closed. Hey, <laughs> well, let's, go that's to, true. let's go to Tim, <laughs> 97. Tim, what's going on? How are you, bud? Gentlemen, I'm, I'm fantastic. Happy Cocktail Monday. Hey, hey. Hey, part of the reason last night felt so good is for the better part of, you know, a decade, and there's plenty of others that have done it for far longer. Leaving that place, feeling like you got punched in the gut, trying to figure out how the hell you just lost that game. While there was, you know, the ones that come to mind, Golden State, or Golden State, Golden Tate, 10-second runoff against the Falcons, or whatever the hell that was, or the Richard Rodgers, you know, Hail Mary, I see the ball at its apex burning in the back of my head as I bring it up, but 
to leave that place knowing that the next time we take the field will be to play for an NFC title, the feeling is just, I you know, inexplicable. And it's just, you know, ride or die, you know, going and watching that team. You know, I was actually glad Hatchet didn't uh, screen my call because he probably wouldn't have put me through. But it was probably five or so years ago, you know, he called me as a season ticket holder one of the pro- one of the problems, whereas I was, you know, somehow oblivious to not knowing uh you know, and up a bunch of clowns are running show, but um, this part of the problem for the last two weeks was part of the problem. That energy inside of Ford Field, I wish every Detroit football fan could feel that. I don't think it really translated on TV. It does. Uh, probably the same way it felt in person, but, man, uh, that place was unreal, and uh, I hope that this momentum just continues, whether it's, you know, Sunday, and we get to live it on for another two weeks or just seasons to come, but it's it's just nice to be a part of the mix, man. It really is. Yeah, it's I appreciate you guys taking the call. Of course, man. And look, it's both things can be true. I mean, I, people can do whatever the hell they want, but when you know you got bad leadership and you know you're supporting a failing product, I've never understood why people continue to do it. Now, the same turn is, all right, you stuck with it, you got to enjoy this weekend. The bottom line is you're changing what people say about your franchise. You're changing how it's viewed. But but real what? But five years ago. Wasn't David Wright five years ago? Yes, that's why I'm saying both yeah. things can be true here. I don't think David was wrong. Yeah, they I didn't were understand on a road that to nowhere. Left. Yeah, okay. Well, listen, because as you said, we live in a receipt society. Mm-hmm. I do it for a fun segment, but some people live receipts. I know. That's, that's... <laughs> it's like wait. Five years ago, this organization was trash. Correct. Okay. It's 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 why I laugh at the whole. Well, what were you saying when Campbell was one and six? Yeah, I was saying he had three weeks to turn it around, or you might have to talk about letting him go. Mm-hmm. Why? Because no one has ever been three and twenty in two seasons and kept their job. Like we deal in real time. Mm-hmm. You want to deal in 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 hindsight? Go ahead. I don't really care. I get paid either way. You know, the funny thing about receipts is nobody brings up the good receipts. Well, no, that's not how this works. Yeah. When you're like, oh, you know what, Lions fans, I think you can go on a run and win eight of your next ten games. Right. Oh, you're being crazy. No. Yeah. <laughs> Rico, Rico, yeah. you're going to win the North. You're going to win a playoff game. You're going to win in Kansas City. Kenny will be dressed at the game for a playoff game. It's okay. But, oh. David, five years ago when they were trash, you called them trash. <laughs> <laughs> Any 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 receipts that lead us to the revelation that David is trash? Oh, I'm good wait. with it. I'm, hey hey, what do we not do, David? We don't pay running backs. We don't draft running. We don't backs. draft running backs. I stand by it. I got to figure out which one I had to say here. No, so. I, I still st- I still stand by it. I mean, I, Jameer Gibbs is a really good football player. It doesn't change my opinion on I. I just don't make a habit of drafting guys number twelve overall when I can't resign him. Mm-hmm. Enjoy it, because I'll be the same guy sitting here in four years telling you you got to throw Jameer Gibbs in a garbage can. You cannot pay him. Yeah. Especially when you're the other half of that tandem, you got on a one-year deal, pretty much. Because why the Bears were like, yeah, we're we're not paying you. So all right, let me take let me uh, get to another caller here while we got some time. I know we got Lions Review coming up and all that jazz. Let's go to Alex971. What's up, Alex? Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening, it's cocktail sir. Monday. Happy cocktail, cocktail Monday. That's everybody in Detroit. Do me a big favor. Smile. Oh, I got one. Uh, smile. So, smile. You know, it, you know, 
just take take a deep breath and just say, listen, we're 60 minutes from a Super Bowl. That's it. You know, you're right. Just let's get comfortable with it. You let, let's ease into it. It's like, okay, this is real. You know, I was I went to Silverdome games when I was a kid. I saw Scott Mitchell throw a pick to Cincinnati. You know, I lived through the 0 and 18, uh, the 0 and 16 season. You know, I've lived I lived through Quintricia. You know, this is this is this, these are the brand new Lions, and I'm I'm so proud of what they've done. They've turned around the city. They've turned around, you know, the football team. The, the energy's different. It's amazing. Alex, it's you know amazing. what? You know what's crazy about all of it? They've got room to get a lot better next year. One, oh, absolutely. One more offseason, one more draft, a free agency period where I think guys will take less to come here. Imagine right what they could look like in a year. Now, I'm not telling you all of a sudden, well, throw your hands in the air, that's it. No, I mean, play. But make no mistake, I think they got a lot of room to grow. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, the, the, the sky's the limit for this team. You know, especially after the, the nine and eight turnaround and sending Aaron Rodgers home in a pine box. That's right. You know, all that stuff. You know, and is this just, just going to get better from here? But let's just sit back, sip this cocktail, and ride it out. That's it, and you know, don't take can... it for granted because I'm right. telling you. <laughs> You st- whenever your team gets to a place like this, you make the mistake of thinking, all right, we're going to get here the next three, four years. Just sign sign Joe Burrow and the Bengals. You never know what could happen. That's a great point. Great point. Unless you live privileged where Rico's team actually does get here every year. <clears throat> Excuse me for a minute. <laughs> One more time. No, no, we're good. Okay, we're good. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.